All right, here we go. Uh, welcome to this week's episode of Bevon. I'm Leonard. And I'm Gregory. And here we are. Uh, what do you want to pour for it first? Let's get this um, jump, jump right Might as well try it. out those uh, those mason jars that you brought Dang, over. Like right for the heavy stouts. Huh? Yeah, but I'm gonna but I'm I'm gonna go with a small, super small pour. I got my Android Theory taster out, and I'm also wearing the shirt. The the last one, the shirt number three from. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, uh, let me see. It's probably the probably the 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 media noche. Oh yeah. How do you properly say that? I assume that's media noche. Is that Italian or Spanish? <laughs> Jeez. Can, can we get an origin of that? Can we get oh, a? Man. Can we get the producer to <laughs> shoot? Media noche means midnight. Come on, man. It's Spanish. I, I, I wouldn't. Know. <laughs> I mean, Jeez. you know, like uh, uh, rooted in the, uh, the the Latin. Latin. It's Latin. It's all. Yeah, it's all. I mean, Latin. It is Latin. True. It is a part of the Romance language. <laughs> what did you, like, what I noticed that you also got the Dark Wonder. Is that the one? Like, I want the bottle. Like the. Oh, I the, think I'm gonna have thrown that bottle away. Oh no, like, no, no, no! I have it. <laughs> yeah, it's the bottle. That's the part of the Salar Salad. Yeah, that's Salar Saturday series that we're trying to keep oh, yeah. up with. So, what do you? Uh, would you uh, would you go, go directly to the media note because wow. I, I actually I had, I had to leave these ones in the bag because um, I didn't have enough space inside the, the refrigerator. So oh, yeah, because are, it's a bottle. Yeah, these are these are too big. And I, that my little refrigerator can only hold like six, six cans. No, we've 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 had this. We've had the media note series before yeah. uh, on draft. I've never I've never owned a bottle. It's my first bottle that I have in my possession. Yeah. So this is Weldworks Brewing Company uh, in Greeley, Colorado, which I have been to, by the way. And this is the Coconut Media Noche, and it's a barreled aged imperial stout. That is correct. Do they have uh, ABVs in? Uh, uh, I think it does. I think. I, well, it definitely has it on untapped. Uh, I am not seeing it. Five hundred milliliters. Yeah. Of course, I always complain about my eyesight. I do not see an ABV on this. I would imagine it's got to be about a 12 percenter if I had to take a guess. Yeah, I think it's going to be 11 to 12. I, I mean, yeah, I, I think most of the media notches are in that realm. It might even be a little bit lower, though. Maybe like in the 10, like 10 plus. And, and you're doing a small pour, you said? Yeah, you can take a look at the. Uh, I'm doing a full. I'm doing all. I'm doing all of it. You're going all in? Yeah. Well, because I figured I mean, we've got, got quite a few beers, so, you know. There, yeah, there's no way we're going to get through it. No, those were just like uh, the, everything I had, not necessarily yeah, yeah. everything we're going to pour. I, I saw the uh, the uh, smooge orange, and I was like, yeah, I think, I think that one can sit, sit on the sideline because I'm not really – it's weird. I like this weird thing with orange. Um, I like the fruit, you know, on occasion having an orange or a tangerine. But for huh? some reason, when it comes to, like, alcoholic drink, it's not like, – I'm not really a big fan of the mixture of that. Really? Yeah, I think if you mentioned that on the show before. Yeah, yeah. Orange like we had like an orange, like we had like an orange IPA or something like that. Yeah. And you were talking about you didn't like the combo or something. Yeah, orange for some reason it's just like, I don't know. It just it just doesn't have like um like a when it comes to like alcohol mixture, it's just not a good mixture for me. This give, is give me a fresh this orange. Is, this is boozy on the nose, that's for sure. There's barrels involved here. And this is a highly rated beer too. I think it was like four point five or something like that, maybe even higher. So. Yeah, I get the coconut and I get the barrel. Yeah, I'm definitely getting the barrel. The coconut. I'm, I don't know. Maybe I maybe I'm like losing something on my uh, my smell. <laughs> like COVID? Do you have COVID? Perhaps you have like Omicron? Like, uh, do I have like the Omicron? I don't know. I mean, it's just like for some reason, I like coconut escapes oh, me now. Unless I have like um, like for example, I still get it like on um, uh, like, 
<laughs> no, well, well, not even that. That's because it's candy. It's all like wrapping, you know, sugar. But I get it like on like a, what do you call it? what's a, what's the one porter that we that uh, Oscar Blues puts it out puts out the um, uh, the Death by Coconut do, Death I, by Coconut like some yeah sometimes maybe it's because like that's that's not barrel aged so the coconut stands out more. <clears throat> all right, cheers. Draws it. Ooh, boy. That is like a mounds, a mounds. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely, and sweet too. It this is. My, this is this a this is like this is a, obviously it's a pastry. It's got to be a pastry stuff. Yeah, because it is definitely um, and it's it's th- it's, th- it's super. Oh, thick. Yeah. it's like it's like syrupy. It's like mead. Yeah, this is what I call like the mead stuff. And if you look at, I mean, if you look at it, it it's looks viscous. like. Uh, and it, yeah, and it's like it's like it's oh, like yeah. a black mirror. It's yeah, like a, it's yeah, it's viscous, very, it's very thick. Like I, I mean, we've we've kind of been talking about some of the recent uh, stouts we've been having that who which have been thin. This is like the opposite. This is like syrupy. It is uh, super sweet. You know, it's a, it, and it's a it is a man's bar. Yeah, is there, tro- is there chocolate in this? Mm, I mean, is it's it just be. a malt? Is it just a malt? Just dark malts. I'm not sure. I'm like I'm not sure, but it definitely has that chocolate. You know, it, it regards the 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 dark malts definitely mimic the chocolate. Yeah, but it, it does it, taste it, like it has chocolate though. It is a mounds bar. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Ooh, and I, and I can and feel I, the heat too. So and I poured and I poured too much because you're right. It's, it's too. It's it's good. Oh yeah. But it's a small. It's a, it deserves a smaller pour. Yeah yeah yeah. All righty. Yeah. Um, we don't have much on the current events except for like the UFC fights. Did you watch the UFC fights last week? Uh, I watched the main event, the main card, the uh, the beginning part. Uh, I, I didn't see. So going in and going in order of what the top three fights that mattered the most. Um, I think probably the uh, that Gilbert Burns Chimea fight was probably the oh, best yeah. one. I think. Yeah, hands down, <laughs> hands down. Because because after there was a kind of like a it was kind of a disappointment after the fights that happened after like once it, that was the high point that was like like there's nowhere to go but down from here. Yeah, and that and that probably is going to be in the running for fight of the year. I would imagine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it really was a slugfest, and uh, I think we talked about it two weeks ago where you thought you know and you call you called it. You said Burns isn't just going to get beat up. It's going to be a test for. Uh, for Chimeyev. Yeah. Well, well, it, it's funny because on, you know, I, I was telling, I was making the fictional bets on these going by the odds. And ultimately I, I had made four fictional bets of putting down like $10 in each, in each thing. And I was, and because I won one of the fights, I managed to just like, uh, instead of losing all 40, I only lost five bucks, but I was like thinking I was going to win at least two of them, but, uh, I only won one out of four. So. And the and this is the one one of them that you lost. Yeah, that was a loss because I put the money on uh, on Burns. Uh, yeah, I think it was like four fifty on him. So you know, I just needed him to like win, and that would have like you know that would have kept me in the in the in the in the green. Oh man, it would have, it was like and it was a good fight. I think like that's oh, yeah. obviously I think that Chimeyev all of his fights have been a ra- one round. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He finally got tested. He finally got the uh, you know it shows that he has more endurance and he has a chin too. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, but he was he was he was pretty smashed up at the end of the fight too. So it wasn't like he just you know he had a fight. It wasn't like uh, you know I think there's a I think and I think too it's also like a wake up call. Like hey, like you know it's like hey, I I I can get hit. So I need to you know I put my next. I don't know who the next guy is gonna be, but I think Colby. I think he called it Colby. Is it? Did he call it Colby? Huh. I think he might. Colby's just gonna like wrestle him. He's just gonna like he's gonna throw like a punch and then wrestle. 
you know, and I think the, the big thing is it goes to show you that he's been fighting these unranked, these unranked oh, yeah. fighters yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and basically manhandling them. Yeah. And then he fought Burns, who's ranked number two. And it's a big, it's a big difference in, 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 uh, in, in skill level. Yeah. What was has hazmat? Was he like number 11 or 10 yeah. or 11 or something? Yeah. He was number 11 and Burns was number two. Yeah. That's a big jump. Like, 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 like when you win, do you get to take the number? Like now I'm number two. Like, well, it's interesting though, because it is, I mean, you know, as good as he is and how much the hype is, he's still yeah. an 11th ranked fighter who fought a number exactly. two fighter exactly. and won. Do we Which cut the distance? Impressive. Like now he's number six, or like five, you know, does it? Do we split the difference on that? Do we average it out like eleven between two? See, I always feel that if you beat, if you manage to beat the number two guy, you become the number two guy. You know, like well, you get to switch places now. The the after seeing that fight, and it was obviously Chimaev like battered Burns, but he Burns was able to have some some counter. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Even though he he you know he lost, clearly lost the fight, I think. Yeah, I think also play at the hazmat's advantage too was that because um, he hasn't been he hasn't been hit all that often, that you know he, he's able to take more. You know, like some fighters after they start taking hits, they, that chin starts to go. Oh yeah, and over the years and now, like so he's Co- still got like Cody. Time. Yeah, 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 exactly. So like you know, so 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 it's like, hey, my chin's still new. Like so, it's I, I can take punishment. <laughs> Uh, but it really goes to show you that I, you're you're right. I don't think he could beat Cody right now. I mean, Cody. I don't think he could beat um, um, Colby. Colby. Oh, it, I, I thought they were mentioning uh, what's his face. Not even Colby, like the top. Yeah, like which who who would absolutely destroy him because he would just yeah. he would just he would just wrestle the crap out of him. That's yeah. so, you know. And so, and so that's what you take a look at. If he if he got through Burns and it yeah. went three rounds and it, there were some back and forth exchanges, and Kamaro destroyed Burns. And yeah. he really did destroy Burns. Then yeah. it would stand the reason that Kamara would destroy uh, Chimeyev if they fought like right now. Yeah, that's also that's also what they call MMA logic, though. Where like uh, you really don't know like <laughs> of the matchup. You know, it's like you know we're you, we're, we're literally going by that. Like, oh, if he beats him, you can't beat him. But you know, it's like yeah. it's 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 the individual fighter. That's like it might, the styles might match up more. Yeah. But uh, yeah, um, I mean, I don't see him. I don't see him beating uh, Colby. Yeah, you know, Colby maybe like if he because you know sometimes Colby likes to like throw punches. He gets like he gets um, you know, he kind of gets like arrogant where he's like I'm gonna start swinging with you, and then he gets tagged, and then all of a sudden now he's like then he's wrestling. <laughs> so it's possible that he can he can catch him like you know and just knock him out. But uh, Usman, I don't see that. I don't see him ha- that happening at all with Usman. Yeah. So well, he, I, you know, he's gonna get. He's fought how many fights does uh, Chimeyev have? What's 11? his record now? I think it's eleven. I think he's so eleven he's, and zero. He's eleven and zero. Yeah, I think it's eleven and zero. I think that was his eleventh fight. So I mean, he's had some fight. I mean, it's not he's yeah. not a young guy anymore. Yeah. I mean, it, it, he he kind of reminds me of Aldo, where like where like the way he started off, like he was fighting all these like nobodies, and then they were like, and all of a sudden he started they give him, started giving him like you know <laughs> this is like the WEC back in the day, and then they started giving him bigger guys, and he was and he started he started destroying all those guys, and then you realize, oh, okay, this is the real deal now, you know. So we'll see uh, who Chimea fights yeah, next. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. It probably will be Colby because it's like a, it's a money fight. You know, it's, you know, think about it. you throw Colby. You know, everybody hates Colby. You either hate Colby, or you love Colby, and and you know, and and then it's like hazmat. So you know, it's like uh, you know, it's easy. It'll for money wise, it makes a lot of sense. It's like hey, if you want to make some money, this is a fight to to make. And then we had the uh, the two title fights. Uh, let's talk about the, which is uh, weird though. You know what's weird is that fight with the Hazmat is only like a, like a three round fight, which is yeah. weird. Like, and then the other fights, it felt like that that fight should have been like a five round fight. And some yeah. of these, like the other ones, man, I could have reduced that to like three rounds. 
if it went five rounds, uh, man, Burns was Burns was taking some shots. I don't know if yeah. he could have gone oh, yeah. two more rounds. True, true, and it, true. And he's like a more like bulkier guy, so you know, so he's got yeah. that muscle, and it looks like he's that you know muscle requires more oxygen. Let's jump to the let's jump to the, the main fight, the uh, Korean Zombie and and what Bukanowski. was the second one? What was the second? The Jan Sterling? Sterling, which we'll take, we'll probably talk about a little bit more. Oh, okay. The Volkanovsky Korean Zombie, as we as yeah. we both said, was just going to be a one sided. Yeah, <laughs> I, I still went with the odds. I was just hoping, <laughs> I was just hoping he'd pull out like a you know like a bomb or something and just like just blast him. And you know, of course, it doesn't happen. Yeah, Volkanovsky just basically manhandled him. Yeah, he's a strong guy. That guy. And I think the Korean Zombie is like ranked fourth or something. I'm not quite sure why he's ranked so high. He's had some pretty good wins back. Really? I can't remember who, but yeah, he, he's knocked some guys out that you didn't think was you didn't think he was going to knock out. You know, you kind of just. You know, and he's like a sponge for. He's another one of those guys that eventually he's gonna. He's, you know, he's not gonna be able to fight anymore. He takes way too much. Damage. Yeah, yeah. It, it, oh, you know what? The other funny thing is, I remember the last time you were asking me what his name was, and I still don't yeah. know it. But if if you notice, like in the when he, when he when he came out, like in even the name, like on his thing, it literally zombie. was zombie. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like he didn't. He doesn't have a name anymore. It's just uh, zombie. Oh man, that's which is weird. It's like, wait a minute. I think he just—he's gonna like legally change his name. Like, oh maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was no—it was no uh, big surprise, and it was bad enough where even Herb Dean had to come yeah. in and just basically stop it. Oh yeah, yeah. Like throw it, like throw, throw the towel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that was that was a, a predictable. But the other fight, which was I guess surprising to some, was the Sterling, yeah, Yon rematch. Right. And we talked about previously they had the title fight. And, and this is Jan, the only one that I actually won. And this is the reason why I, I didn't uh, go like deeper, like lose more money. So. And this was the previous fight where where people were saying that in the previous fight that Yad was dominating. I think it went three rounds before he illegally need um, Sterling mm. while he was on the ground and basically KO'd him with right. that illegal knee. Yeah. And they uh, they gave the belt to Sterling. They disqualified uh, uh, right. Yad. So this was the big, highly touted rematch. One one thing Sterling had said prior to the match, which I thought was kind of, it was kind of made up, but he was talking about that when he did the weight cut for the first fight, he did a really bad job of it. And so he wasn't like 100% for that fight. And I thought he was kind of using that as, as an excuse. Uh, um, but when you, when you went to watch this fight, the first round... And everyone's saying it all came down to that first round. Like, how did you score that? Yeah, first exactly, round? exactly. That's the way I saw it too. And I even told you, like, I I saw like second, third round Sterling, and then I guess Jan had won the fourth and fifth. But the first round, I I, I was just kind of like, like ah, I don't know, this might be a draw. And I was like, I think it's probably going to be a draw in the end. I I gave the first round to Sterling, like the judges did, like the two judges did, yeah. only because as Jan was, because Jan was moving forward the whole, basically the the whole fight. Um, but in in Jan pushing the attack on Sterling, Sterling had the hit. Hmm. So it almost it almost kind of backfired in that first round because as Jan was pressing forward, Jan, um, Sterling had to engage him because of the proximity. Yeah, and so uh, I thought I thought Sterling won the first round. Uh, I was a little confused how like Sterling kind of like he was dominating like that second and third grappling game. You know, he was, you know, he was getting down like and taking like, you know, getting on his back yeah. and that figure four leg oh, lock yeah. in. And then all of a sudden, like in four in the fourth and the fifth, he couldn't do it anymore. It was like, you know, I don't, maybe he just got tired and he just couldn't yeah. do it. So yeah. it was like, man, it's like, you know, all you had to do was do that one more round. Like, you know, just get another figure four on there. 
Yeah, and I think during round two, I think some some were saying round two really should have been a ten a because he really was on his back for three oh, minutes, yeah. four yeah. minutes. So if that was a ten a, and then round three again, he had him on it. He had he had his back basically at least half of that round. Uh, and then you're right, something I think he gassed out, and yeah, then, something happened because then Jan started taking started getting him down. And then he just he kind of he just like reversed it like he he reversed it around and then got him and got Sterling into a, a defensive uh, position, <clears throat> and then uh, and then when then round, rounds four and five Sterling tried to take him down but it was almost like he was moving in slow motion. What oh, if yeah. he was hurt? What if he was hurt? You, you know what? what he hurt? I, I actually thought that Sterling might have messed up his his hand earlier in the fight because he really wasn't throwing. I think it was a right that he throws like a like a and it's like a jab. And he was like he wasn't throwing it anymore, and he was kind of like like you know like feigning with it. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, I think he might have messed up his right hand. They didn't say anything after the fight, and I don't know. I just, you know, I just but to me, it looked like something that happened to his right hand where he wasn't using it. Huh. So I mean, I you know I don't know if that's a, you know I mean that could just be like maybe he's just doing that as a fighter. But you know, but he really didn't have that much of a striking game either. It was almost all like grappling. I mean, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, uh, uh, you know, I'm not, bi- I'm not really knowledgeable on his and his uh, skill set. But uh, it seemed like he was an excellent grappler, and he should have just kept going to that. Yeah, and rounds four and five, like I said, it, w- it was almost like he was in slow motion as he was uh, going mm-hmm. for the takedowns. Yeah, and Jan was able to. Yeah, at that uh, time, it was defend. already like, 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 like I'm wise to you. Like you can't. Yeah, and all he needed was one more, and he, it, exactly. there's a couple times he came close, and then. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Reversed it. Yeah, once. I think it was the fourth or fifth where he he kind of gets like high on on Jan's back. He went, he was too high on in his his posture in the back, and he just like slipped right off the right off the top. Uh, but nevertheless, I did have Sterling winning that fight when uh, after okay. watching it. Yeah, that's the one that I was like, if I lose that, then I'm gonna be I'm gonna be down <laughs> like a like fifteen dollars, I think. So. And then they were saying like they don't they don't uh, you know Jan thought he was uh, robbed, which I don't agree with. Yeah. Um, and then he wants a rematch, but I think they're they're like already talking about like yeah we're, we're gonna oh what's his face else. Then what's it, wait no who was the uh, who who what, wait who did oh, he, he called call, out uh, he not called Cody, out uh, the snake the yeah snake. yeah Dillashaw <laughs> the snake <laughs> like the snake was out like yeah it's like wait a minute it's a snake like he's calling the snake out. Uh, I think so I think TJ was supposed to fight a few months ago but was injured right yeah something happened yeah something happened <laughs> yeah the snake like, is back I figured they would they'd bring him out they did um, what's his face to fight him um, the the dominator oh like one more, like did they fight like twice already or uh i think that they they fought once in the ufc and once in oh, another uh, wait a minute maybe i'm wrong maybe I'm, I, I, I might be another? i might be confusing uh Co- cody no chin uh, oh yeah um, yeah I'm, I'm confusing him with the uh, dominic but i think dominic did fight him and he lost if i'm not mistaken cody fought uh tj twice and cody lost both times and yep. then Cody fought um, the Dominator yeah. and beat him, and uh, he, I mean, and he really, he really did dominate. Oh yeah, yeah, Dom. Yeah. And that was like his. That's you know, and it's a weird thing about it, that's like his big win. If you really think about, it, that's <laughs> yeah. like his big win. And then all of a sudden he just that, that chin just was gone. It is like no more. Like it's like now you just put him in a fight and he's gonna get knocked out. I think there's fights on today though, but I don't know. I think there uh, is. You're right. I don't know who's fighting. I've no yeah. idea. Yeah. It's like a it's like a lower like a uh, tier because they even say it's called like something fifty one or it's like they, they're lowering like the name of it, like fight as a fight night maybe fight yeah, night fifty one yeah it's like a fight night or something. Uh, so what, do you have anything else for current events? Uh, let's see little 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 uh, blurbs and notes that I that I that I picked up. Uh, you know you know every once in a while catching stuff off of YouTube like that I yeah, that I'll mm-hmm. notice and uh, 
I saw um, <clears throat> I saw Angry Joe was angry again because uh, you know, because you know he's re- he's reviewing the Halo stuff. Oh, so he watched another episode. Yeah, and- yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure he's gonna watch the entire thing. And I, I guess he gave the third the third episode like a, a a decent review. Really? So so that was fine. But but then he got to episode four, and I didn't see his review, but I I always catch like the the angry the angry angrier review because cbs once again manually blocked his negative review huh. of part four <laughs> so that so that so basically it's funny because it just has him like yelling and like cussing at cbs like like you mother effers <laughs> like you know which is funny because it's, it's funny seeing him like you know he's not he doesn't care he's like i don't care like you know like you guys are effers like you i, I posted this like at three o'clock four o'clock in the morning and one of you guys is like was watching it because like, it's manual it's not it's not a, it's not a uh, computer algorithm it's an actual person sitting there waiting for it to, to happen you know so, so like yeah. was it pulled down within like a, within yeah. a few hours yeah it was pulled down quickly and it said like oh you gotta trim like uh you gotta trim this because you know really it's all about the fact that because it was negative <clears throat> had yeah. it been positive they wouldn't have cared now, but, now, have you seen any of the other episodes after no, two? no i haven't no, I, didn't, I, didn't <laughs> get to, I didn't get the three yeah because 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 then i'll catch like because then he'll like he'll do the review and those shows like i said he does show scenes so then it's, uh, and it's basically just Master Chief without the helmet anymore. It's just like it's just completely like, like yeah, <laughs> just take helmet. The, just take the armor off. Yeah, well, not even him, off. but everybody. All the all those Spartans. <laughs> not the, well, the what are they called? The the Team Six or whatever. Or the, I guess they are Spartans, right? Yeah. They, 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 none of them have helmets in. It. They're just like walking around casually now. It's like <laughs> what's going on here? This is it's totally ruined the game for me. Jay was telling me that uh, the, I guess there's a meme going around or whatever it called Master Cheeks because I guess they, they show his ass like in. Uh, oh, in, yeah, that's in, right. I heard about that. <laughs> Master Cheeks. Master Cheeks. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, they finally good. ruined it. Like you can't oh, go back. <laughs> oh, speaking of that, another little blurb that I didn't even note this down. Gosh, Nick, I can't remember. And I saw a trailer of a movie, and it's the weirdest thing. And the only reason why I kind of noticed it was Jerry West was in the movie. The uh, the guy who plays Jerry West. Oh, okay. Uh, the 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 Terminator. Well, he was a Terminator, right? Yeah, he was. He was in uh, Genesis. Salvation, Genesis. I think he's in Genesis. But he, he's, he, he's not he, a Terminator. Though. He plays he's like a... John Connors, and he's like a he's oh, like the yeah. Termin- he's like the yeah. like the Skynet now or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So. So anyway, so watching this thing, it's I go, oh, it's Jerry West, and and all of a sudden, the 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 other actor from the Terminator is in there. It's the uh, the guy who plays like the um, the the Michael Bane character in the new one. Uh, I don't even I don't even know who the guy is, but he was like the Michael Bane character in that the Genesis movie. Okay, and he's in this movie. Like those two guys are like making huh. like they're like the like the new duo, I guess. And I think it was called Blacklight or something about terrorists in a in a prison. I don't know. It's but I just thought it was funny that both of these guys are making a movie again. Now there was a movie said that said you said you were gonna watch the other day. Did you wind up watching oh, it? Oh no, yeah, I didn't watch it yet. Yeah, I didn't watch it, but I, I did want to watch it. It's on Paramount Plus. It's called Love and Monsters. I think it's called. I think I think I said that. It's like and it's a, like a horror. It, it, well, it, it, the premise is, is like um, what's the premise? I think like a like a meteor falls. A meteor's coming towards a planet or something, and like they nuke it, and then like the <laughs> like the the charge somehow get they get into the atmosphere and they they mutate all the creatures like the creatures on the on the planet. And they start killing all everybody on the on the on, you know it's like it's like a ninety five percent kill rate of, of humans from these like, creatures, which are created from this from this n- nuclear uh, meteor or whatever. But anyway, it's like this guy's in his bunker and he's got to like he's got to go out and find his love. But it's like the it's like the mist outside now, where like there's all these creatures uh, wandering. So so I thought that it looked I thought it looked kind of interesting. You know, it's like a love story wrapped around the mist. And yeah. okay. So you're gonna check that out? Yeah, I, yeah, I kind of want to check it out. I mean, I, I mean, I don't have any, I don't have high hopes, but still, you know. <laughs> 
we saw a movie yesterday called um the father oh man wait a minute wait wait is wait that's that the netflix series with the uh no oh gosh i guess because that's 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 called our father there's a netflix tv series and i think it's a docudrama but that's i want to see that That sounds familiar too yeah it's about it's about a uh uh, gosh what do you call a fertility doctor somewhere and it's it's called our father and right. basically, this guy was like inseminating like uh, like oh. all these women. So all these kids in this this town are his kids. These people in this town are all like his. Like you know, so everybody started doing like DNA tests. Like and it's like they all what? come back to that dude. Yeah. So I don't know what the and true it's story. Uninten- it's unintentional. I don't know. I think it, I think it's completely intentional what he was doing. Oh. It's, it's you know he he probably couldn't get like donors. So it's like hey like I'll just do it myself. You know you know I'll just like I'll just do it myself. You know and 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 I'm not quite, I'm not quite sure if he's you know how he was doing this. It's possible that he might have just like you know it might have been like actual like consummating. So oh. so so I'm not really sure because how how the I want I want it's a it's a docudrama or something. So I want to watch it. I'm not sure that's it's true. Not, that's not that story about the guy, but it's like a it's like a it's like a worldwide. It's a guy who goes like worldwide and he fathered and he's like, a, he's no, like, this, he's this, tall, this one's only- he's intelligent and he's good looking. And like, he, go, he just donates his, uh, no, this his is a doctor in, in a, in a, in a town okay. and everybody in this town, like is his kid now. Like, you know, cause everybody has like blue eyes and stuff and they're all like, it's almost <laughs> like they're all like, like, and they, and they even make like an, an analogy, like, like, like Aryan, like, like yeah, yeah. Aryan? We're all like, we're all like, like the Aryans like here, like <laughs> whenever I, when, I, when I see somebody in town with blonde hair and blue eyes, like, like, I know, like they might be my, my, my sibling. <laughs> what? <laughs> I want to watch it though. It's like, I think it's, a, I think it's like a true, it might be like a, tr- and, and the weird thing about it is they make it seem like he's still like, he's not, he's never been prosecuted. So if it's if it's real, he's never been prosecuted because there's no like there's like a no crime to be committed or something. Because if you go into like a fertility and you're looking for like maybe like a sperm or something like that, like who's to say it can't be his? You know you know right. what I mean? Like so you don't might get to be choose. Like, I don't think you get to exactly. Choose. It's like you may say like oh I want a kid with this and this, but like hey like hey you know you want blue eyes? I'll give you blue eyes. You know. <laughs> no, uh, the movie I saw was the fa- it's a movie. It's called The Father. Uh, it was released, I think, a couple of years ago with uh, Sir Anthony Hopkins oh, okay. and Olivia Coleman, and uh, it basically chronicles his dementia. Oh, no! I think he probably has like Alzheimer's or something like that. It's actually you, you probably should watch it. It's actually very eerie. And, is it uh, a um? Is it a, is it a true story or is it just is it fiction? No, no, no. Okay, it's so based it's fictional... on it's based on a play. Oh, okay. Um, and I think Anthony Hopkins, I think, won the Academy Award for Best Actor uh, two years really? ago for this one. Oh, wow. You, okay. you got to watch it. It's actually very eerie. And at watch one point, I thought it was going to go into like a sci-fi, uh, like a sci-fi horror type direction. Hmm. And it didn't. And I think maybe for me, I was kind of hoping it would because it was like too real. Like at some point, that's going to be like all of us when oh, we get to a certain age. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I, I get it. Like he's probably seeing things and like it might be like aliens or something. Yeah, I thought there was like an alternate time. Like he might be in two like parallel. Uh, like, uh, like, please let this go to a sci-fi. <laughs> like, like, uh, <laughs> I don't want this to be real. Like go sci-fi, go sci-fi with it. Yeah. I'll check it uh, out. I never, I never heard of it, so. Yeah, it's on. Uh, I think stars. I think. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, it was actually pretty good. I enjoyed <clears> it. It's, it's like an hour and a half, so it's a shorter. It's a wow, shorter film. man! I swear, like everything's everything seems like it's getting longer and longer. Even the even the last like uh, like uh, episode of uh, Civil War was like an hour and thirty. Oh well, yeah, probably twenty twenty five because they they cut out like a, they include like the credits, but it was still like longer. It definitely was longer. What else yeah. do you have? Do you have any other? Uh, 
Um, other things I saw, I know I noticed it was. I guess they're getting ready for video with this. The uh, that movie X. It, has, it had like a three huh. minute like uh, like scene, not trailer, but actual scene from the movie. Okay. And, uh, so I guess they're get, kind of getting ready because it's it's like on like release, like on on rental now, and you know. I'm, oh, I'm so, sure. so, you, so you can rent it now. Yeah, you can. We can we get rent it now for like the full price. The, you know, so like, and it kind of I guess maybe like a month later it'll be like for five bucks or something. Oh, like I see. So yeah, we I, definitely I, want to watch that. I do want to watch out. it, but I'm not going to pay twenty bucks for it. So yeah. So yeah. we'll do a review on that when it comes out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And also the other one, I guess that still is still supposed to come out is the uh, the Viking, which is which which I didn't realize yes. is actually Hamlet. It's like it's Hamlet. Oh, is so, it really? So yeah, that like comes like, out in a like, week. Oh yeah, his name is his name is like Amit, like Am like Amit, like so it's like <laughs> yeah. So it's it's like it's it's yeah it's supposed to be like Hamlet. So. And no, I, believe John, John, I believe John Brown's the uh, uh, in that movie, right? Really. He's oh, that's talk, right. Yeah, he's as a father. Right? Yeah, as, yeah, as a father. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. John, John Brown. Like, well, my righteous glory, like the righteous likeness of God. Or, or what I'm gonna say is, uh, is when uh, we get to it right now, Ethan Hawke um, as Nick Nolte playing John yeah, Brown. You're right. You're right. You're right. He does. He does kind of do that. Which is funny because they kind of they probably could have got Nick Nolte to do it too. <laughs> that would have been that would have been fun. He looks like him. He sounds like him. It's yeah, like he's doing it. Definitely doing the Nolte. Yeah, he's definitely going over the top. Like, uh, uh, the last number of Batman comes out in a week. I'm not uh, sure if actually, do... in through two days, actually. Oh, is it? I thought it was next week. I no. saw the 18th. I saw the 18th for HBO really? Max. Yeah. So, so. you're gonna watch? You're gonna? Yeah, you're gonna yeah. Watch I'll, it? I'll definitely check it out. You know, some, something I was noticing though, like on, on his costume, there's like a close up of like of the cow, the face part. It's weird because like it has like like visible stitching on it. And, oh, I, I and, I, and I was like, well, I guess Batman designed his own. His he does his own costume now. Like you know, he's like he's like sewing it. I, <laughs> I thought that was kind of like weird. Like you know, you know, when you see these costumes that don't have any like line, you know, the lines are all like perfect and they're molded. Uh-huh. But he's actually got stitching, like leather stitching on the nose area. <laughs> Yeah, maybe it's Alfred. Uh, Alfred's probably sewing it together. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, then again, like, who's he gonna send it to? Like, you know, like, you know, oh, like, like, what's his costume here? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then the, and the last little note I had was because I watch anime and stuff like that, and I, and I you know, every, I pay attention to to various anime things. <clears throat> There's a manga that uh, came out that's been out for a while. So it came out. It's called, um, and I, and I'm not sure of the pronunciation. It's uh, Ao No Orchestra. So it's A-O-N-O Orchestra. And it's, I guess it's a long-running manga about uh, music. I think the, the, main, the main character is like a violin player and it's about orchestra and stuff like that. But uh, they're making an anime of this. Okay. okay. And the anime somehow managed to get John Williams to do the music. Whoa. <laughs> exactly. So like, so like if you weren't into it, like, you know, say, hey, I'm going to have to watch this now. Because like, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't normally not watch. It's not my type of, type of anime. You know, so now it's like, oh, John Williams is scoring it. So now I'm gonna, now I'm not, not gonna watch it. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, I got two hands. I can yeah, yeah, I can, yeah. I can do that. Like, yeah, the, yeah, they're calling me, and I'll, I'll do it. Yeah, so, so definitely gonna watch that when it comes out. That's funny. Uh, what did I just do to my screen? <laughs> uh, are we ready for another uh, pour? Or are you still? Yeah, yeah, still yeah. Playing? What do you? Uh, let, me, let me try. Let me, let me try the other one. Oh boy, this is the Dark Crusader. Yeah. The, uh, this is the the Dia- this is Diablo, right? Yeah, this is the Dark Wanderer. Is that what it's called? The Dark Wanderer, yeah. Which I believe. Oh yeah, because that's like the, I guess that's the main character from Diablo. Oh, geez, okay. So this really is the- this is Biologics, the Dark Wanderer. This is part of our Saler Saturday series. This is a barreled aged Imperial chocolate stat, which I'm pretty sure all the chocolate chocolate is going to be gone. <laughs> it's gone, McReady. It's a 12.2% stasis project. This was done 
um, as part of the 20th anniversary for Diablo. Yeah, which was 2016 or 2017. So that's how old the bottle is. Yeah, 2016. So this is a this is six years old. Wow, man, this is yeah, this one's this is cool because I was showing everybody like the you know it's like oh yeah, yeah this is like you know we got this it's like Diablo, yeah. <laughs> and the, I'm the, I'm sure it's not chocolate anymore, right? Yeah, the chocolate. Yeah, the, now I, I was thinking about like what what adjuncts go the go the quickest in beers. Probably like probably coffee might be coffee, like number one. Yeah, coffee, coconut, chocolate. It smells boozy still. And the barrels are still. What was present. the ABV on this? I think twelve point two. Is that what I said? Hmm. Kind of. It's It's definitely more mild than the uh, media note. All right. Mm. Cheers. Okay. Present. Hmm. It's kind of malted out now. It's Ooh. definitely thinner too. I'm getting um like a very woody, like a very woody taste to it. Like well, a, that might be like the fire. That that might be to mimic the fires that that burn in the Diablo game. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> like they're just trying to mimic that. It's very like the hellfire like a, of a Diablo. It's very barrel like It tastes like the wood. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it definitely has the age on it, though. Now, and to that point, like, um, this probably should have been drank like when, like when you immediately had it. And it actually has a fair amount of carbonation to it. Does it? Because I'm, I'm getting it's pretty, it's pretty flat for me. Really? I'm, yeah. I, I see the bu- I see the bubbles. Look at look at the bubble. There's there. Huh. It's carbonation there. Yeah, I'm not. I'm I'm getting I'm getting uh, flat. No, it's I got a bunch of bubbles on this thing. Yeah, not on my side. Maybe because maybe because because you kept it in the bottle. I don't know. I'm not, I'm, I'm I'm just getting flatness. It is very oaky, though. Yeah, yeah. It is like super oaky. That's gonna be the time, though. It's gonna be because I'm sure it wasn't, you know, when it came. Oh, then again, I don't know because you know we haven't had it fresh, or if we had it fresh, we wouldn't remember it. It's super oaky. So has a hint of the booze of the oh, yeah. uh, of the barrel. Yeah. You know, it doesn't take like I'm not getting. It's a, is it a whiskey barrel? Is it? It might be. You know what? You know what? It's gonna sound kind of weird. I know it's. I'm pretty sure it's bourbon, but I don't know why. I'm kind of getting like a tequila, like a like feel huh. on it. Oh, I was gonna say it tastes like a rye, like a rye mm. whiskey. Maybe that's okay. what you're. Maybe that's what you're. Oh, you're yeah. right. It doesn't taste like a bourbon. Yeah. Like, like it's like a very like a rye whiskey. Right. Is yeah. what it tastes like. Yeah, I don't feel like I can challenge Diablo with this. <laughs> like I, I'm gonna lose. <laughs> 12.2. So this is yeah, I'm I'm telling you all those but I gotta go back to the older oh yeah I still think yeah, yeah you gotta go yeah you gotta go back because I think about it. it like you know it's you probably got like some 10 year old bottles plus bottles there. I still think <clears> I got some 2016 foe. I gotta just do oh boy. I just start uh yeah yeah it's 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 no longer you can't really keep it anymore. It's just like I mean I mean we found we've time after time you're seeing now that they just they drop off so much. Wow, all right, there you go. Yeah. Um. So we're we got that was good. Other... yeah yeah no nah, that's it. All right. So we got winning time. We got Ken Burns, and then a new entry which you, I think you brought up was. Did you bring this up the uh, John Brown series or did I find? Yeah, it? I did. I, I actually got the idea from Mark. You know, I was drunkenly talking to Mark, and I, I, I'm not sure, I'm not sure what we were talking about. I think we were talking about the Viking and how he's in there. And then he was like, "Hey, like, you want to see him like acting, like really acting and going off the off the you know really off the cuff, off the rails? Uh, check out this 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 series right here." And then I was oh, like, "All right." So, so Mark has seen it then. Yeah, Mark saw it. 
the whole he, thing. Re- he recommended it to me, and then I, I told him, so yeah, because I had told him, I go like, wow, it's, it's it's perfect because we're doing Civil War right now, so it's like perfect. Yeah, so it's like all Civil War all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, so uh, so maybe winning time first, then yeah, since, yeah, we can go winning since, time yeah. since the other two are somewhat related. Yeah. This is an interesting episode. Episode six is called Memento Mori. Yeah, which 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 I which you know I I I actually thought it was I actually thought it was going to be Latin, but it's actually I think it's a French it's a French term. I'm not mistaken. Oh, is it? I think I think it is. But it, it, he explains it after it's like a death state or something like that. It's like death and yeah. So it literally translates to "Remember, you must die." No. And I guess it's uh, Westhead's quote because he was a like an English like a Shakespearean. Oh, professor. that's yeah, that's that's the running. And I I figure I figured that also might be like a like a Shakespeare thing. Like I'm sure he's used this yes. many times in his plays. Uh, King Henry the Fourth is oh, the uh, Shakespeare reference. Yeah, and, and the whole episode really is a Shakespeare like. Uh, that's all he's like. He's just rambling about Shakespeare. Uh, but it goes to show you like Westhead really shouldn't be. He really shouldn't be there. Yeah. He's basically, you know, he's, well, heck, he's not... he says it himself. He's like, he, he's just very like, he's, he's overwhelmed. He's overwhelmed. He's okay being like the, the second, playing second banana, second fiddle to the actual orchestrator. But when it comes to actually taking over, it's like, no, nah, I'm not, I can't, that's not, that's not my, my part of life, you know? Yeah. And then you, re- you realize quickly that he's really not an assistant coach. He's more like a personal assistant to, yeah, uh, to a personal assistant friend. He's like a friend, <laughs> personal assistant, which makes, you know, it kind of makes sense. It might, it might, it might have even been like a, like a nepotism thing or uh, what do you call it? The uh, uh, cronyism? Cronyism. Yeah. yeah it might have been like, oh, yeah, okay. definitely. Yeah, it's like, hey, it's my friend I'm taking, you know, I'm yeah. taking him along. <laughs> even though he has no business being there. <laughs> yeah. 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 So the last episode ended off with uh, yeah. with Jack McKinney taking that horrible spill, yeah. and so this episode opens up kind of dealing with the aftermath of that. Yeah, um, we see Westhead, and it's like a foreshadowing because we see Westhead go to Jack's office and like Pat Riley sitting. Pat Riley sitting there. Oh yeah, that's abso- absolutely like a foreshadowing, <laughs> like the, the things things to come. <laughs> yeah that's oh. definitely well you know what the interesting thing that, that, that there was actually there's a little interesting side note there because like because i'm because um it's it's weird because I've, I've been noticing like tennis shoes like you know again and when when they when they right before the show riley they show the shoes he's wearing and he's mm-hmm. wearing those uh, those uh those asic tigers the uh, the old school like the red okay. white and blue ones which i'm gonna buy which i want to buy a pair of and that's gonna that's gonna come into play with the in a scene that happens later because like okay. that's also like a, with the magic that stuff in the shoes yeah yeah. So like, so just remember like those tigers that he that because there's a backstory on that too. Okay. So Riley's sitting in Jack's chair, and then they go back to Riley's office. And Riley, I don't know if you noticed the the uh, if you noticed the the title on the on the door of uh, Pat Riley's office. Oh, what did it say? Oh, it says, the, uh, like the assistant, like assistant servant or something. No, it says assistant coach, travel secretary. Oh yeah, travel secretary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man. so you know, again, again, of course, we know what's going to come to pass. Yeah, but yeah, it's still kind of funny seeing that he's uh, he's basically a gopher or like chicks, you know. Yeah, and they also make like an like they, when they're talking to each other, they also make like that master and apprentice like yeah. uh, like analogy. I was like, yeah. and it's, it's of course I kept thinking of like the like the like the dark side <laughs> of the force. <laughs> Oh, so then of course we know uh, Wes is an English professor, so this episode focuses, and he's more knowledgeable about Shakespearean English, uh, the Shakespeare, the yeah. basketball. Right. Yeah. Uh, they get the call about Jack, and so Westhead goes over to the hospital. Meanwhile, this other side, st- the side story is that magic is being courted oh, yeah. by the shoe companies. Yeah. 
Man, and we see this is crazy too because I, I think back in this i think back to like how we used to wear nike we used to wear like those old school the nike sneakers <laughs> the and and it's crazy because that had he had he had he had he take the taking the deal we could have been wearing those like <laughs> those purple striped ones we were wearing like the white the, the red stripe yeah and, and the black stripe we, it could have been we came so close to wearing the purple <laughs> or the yellow stripe you know uh, so Nike wants him, but they're, I guess they're starting, this is basically a starter company. And then we, yeah, yeah. later on, we see like what he missed out on, but for right now he gets, uh, he's, he's kind of like, um, uh, dumbfounded by all the offers. Oh yeah. All the what, offers from Converse, uh, who else is uh, there? A Puma Converse and all the, all the big ones out at the time, Adidas, they were, yeah. you know, they're, they're all trying to get his 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 thing but then but the, the one that really takes the obviously the one that stands out the most is when he leaves the, yeah. that night guy the the uh, the runner the marathon the oregon state uh runner he he like he talks to magic and he, he proposes his deal like because like you know like you said like at the time um <laughs> nike was kind of like a startup company yeah they actually they started so this goes back to like the tigers they started with those guys they you know they actually they actually went to you know they went to japan and they said, "Hey, like we want to sell your shoes, you know, you know, in America. So you know, start sending us there." And then eventually they said, "Like, well, why don't we just copy their the shoe and just put put a put a new symbol on it, the swoosh, you know, the swoosh, like the, yeah, the, 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 the trademark we'll name, the swoosh. exactly." So so, but they but technically Nike was a part of like the uh, you know they were like a part of Tigers, or huh. Tiger, yeah. So so that's so that was so that was the. Um, and then basically like like that night guy invested a uh, five hundred bucks with one of his friends, uh, the co co founder. Wow. And he's telling magic. He shows magic to like. The oh yeah, the shoes. And- <laughs> we would have been wearing those shoes. I, I would have worn a high top, and it would have been like the low, the low cut ones, like the ones And it says like magic on. It yeah, like magic. You would have said magic on the back, and the, with the and a purple stripe. We, we, I, 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 I think I've worn about three or four pairs of those back in the day, back in like the like the eighties. So, so I definitely would have had a purple one, you know, because I mean, think about it. We, we were fans at that yeah. time. So, the, so it's like a no brainer. <laughs> and then uh, and but he even tells him like hey we, we make a lighter a lighter shoe oh, yeah. therefore you're going to be faster <laughs> so you really want our shoe yeah and, and so and so nike throws their hat in the way uh, the ring to court uh magic for shoes the offer what was the offer like 15 cent per shoe sold or something like that and then yeah and then it was a hundred thousand shares and shock and stocks and right. stock shares which is funny because it's you know and this is like i think this is it's kind of like a this is like a foreshadowing to how like magic wasn't knowledgeable about that stuff i mean i wouldn't oh, yeah. either you know it wasn't until like years later that he finally realized he becomes a businessman that uh you know and, and they were estimating it. Their value back then was nothing to him. And uh, and, it, and had he kept that deal, and, and, it's, and yeah. it's actually this is actually a true story because Magic confirmed it that um, had he taken that deal, it would have been worth over five billion dollars. Yeah, they they so, run the numbers later on. Yeah, five point two. Uh, yeah, five point two billion. It's uh, the Nike stock in nineteen seventy nine was eighteen cents a share. Right. Today right. it's one hundred and thirty four dollars a yeah. share. So the total so he, would have been he 5. lost five point two billion dollars on that deal. Yeah, and Magic Magic himself has said it, like you know, in interviews, like yeah, I, I kicked myself, I kicked myself like in the ass, like that, you know, that I didn't yeah, take that but deal. Does he need more money though? Five point two, it's a billion. Yeah, a but lot. He, he's worth he, hundreds of millions. Yeah. Uh, so does he really need? Does he really? Hey, do like that? you can never have enough. Like like, like greed is good. Like greed is good. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure he, he didn't need five that. Five point two billion, and he can buy like the now he can buy like the Dodgers by himself. He doesn't need like. A, oh yeah, there you go. Uh, let's see. Westpit head visits uh, Jack. Jack's in bad shape, and uh, oh, and then we you had mentioned this in one of the previous episodes. Like when when does the Great Western come into play? Oh yeah, yeah and yeah. this is the episode it comes into play. 
So you yeah. you had you had predicted that they're eventually going to get to this. Point. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, who who is the actor that plays like the banker guy? Because he looks no very familiar. But I'm like, I recognize that oh. guy, but I can't place him. Really? Yeah, I, I, I recognize I, the actor, but I I couldn't place him. <laughs> so Bus has the two bankers at the Beverly Hills Hotel, and uh, Jack Nicholson makes oh, yeah, an it, appearance. It, yeah, I put like intro Jack Nicholson, like, <laughs> but he, but he's got like that smile and that look, that Joker look in <laughs> his face, like yeah. <laughs> So he sends him a bottle of champagne, but but Jerry Bus puts him up to it and and gives and basically comps him. Oh yeah, uh, comp, like, 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 like I had to comp him, like, <laughs> which must uh, be true because I'm realizing a lot of the stuff in here is is can be verified like after. So you know, so it's kind of funny. So uh, Bus tells the bankers, "Hey, there's no way we're going to be able to pay the loan. Um, let's let's work together and collaborate, and so we can move forward building this dynasty." Uh, and then he, you know, he's like, think about it. And, uh, and then we'll see you. We'll get you yeah. next, next to Jack Nicholson for the game tonight and, 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 and let us know what you think. Yeah. He's also trying to stall for time too, like the, on the, yeah, cause, cause then the following scene like shows that, uh, <laughs> so, see, see, at first I wasn't quite, quite clear what was going on with Sally Fields, uh, oh. the mother character. Yeah. And I was, and I'm still not really sure. Like, uh, like dementia, she's losing. Yeah, it. I was thinking. I see. I was thinking, so I put C now dementia. Yeah. But was it because? But she also drinks too. Ah. So because and because later on she goes like I'm rotting away and like you know like and something about drinking, you know. So I was ah. thinking that maybe she just she's just drinking all the time and that's both. why she's like, yeah, oh, both. Yeah, I'm both. Yeah. So so they find out she's not paying the or she's paying the oh, bills, yeah. but the, with the with the, the wrong, wrong bank. Account. That's like, like, like you close her account like five years ago, mom. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. And then meanwhile, uh, Magic's girlfriend is like like trying to intervene in everything. Oh um, yeah, that's Cindy, Cindy Day that's, is her. That's yeah, the Cindy character. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. but even more even but man, it's even like more like cruel after like because her father's trying to get in oh, on yeah. it too. <laughs> that's good. I, I, I'm not sure if he's a lawyer or if he is he a lawyer. Yeah, or? he's a lawyer. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so. Um, the dad so cindy's dad gets introduced and she and he's going to help out magic yeah um because he sees that obviously magic's new at this and the dad's trying to cash in obviously yeah it's a cash I mean, cow. yeah and this is and, and this and there's a scene later a scene happens after like towards the end where it's 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 just man it's because it's sort of the cruel you know the cruel reality no i don't i don't know, I don't know if i agree with it's that like, and it's almost like like, like like this is business like this is business yeah but it's business it's the it's dad's business. smart the dad's not gonna be stupid and saying hey if you're gonna yeah, like, hey, like my daughter i'm out of here like, how dare you i'm, I'm, I'm leaving <laughs> no he's like that's smart well, yeah, like, well, uh, he's a lawyer he's like a he's a lawyer he's like a lawyer too like, like this is a business opportunity yeah. let's see do, do, do. bus visits jack and then we see the bankers at the forum club and then oh so then you see the lakers like pre doing the pre-game partying oh, and we, we see spencer haywood's wife who oh, yeah, is uh david who would wind up being david bowie's wife i'm in oh that that's right iman yeah iman oh yeah iman yeah that yeah that it, it, it has to be like that has to be real you know it has oh to yeah be, it has to be yeah. real yeah <laughs> And then we see Richard Pryor making. Uh, yeah, that's uh, funny. Richard Pryor has a funny. Has, he says something really funny. Uh, which like, part? Uh, like, like, like. Uh, I think he tells. But I think he tells Magic. Like, oh yeah, Richard Pryor gives Magic a life lesson. Like, like, like you're the white man's shadow. And the, and then he goes like, you mean the white shadow? He's like, no, you're the white man's shadow. <laughs> no, you, no, know, no, you, you know what he's saying? Like, he's, no, wait, you know, you're you're misinterpreting that a little bit. I think. Oh. No, because there's a scene after when Magic goes to the table with Bus and the rest of the, the business yeah. guys, and and he's kind of like confirming it, like, oh, like you know, he, this is our money maker here, like you know, and then Magic like, kind of like gets his look at his face. 
you're like the white man's property yeah yeah but... you're the white man yeah you're the white man's property now and because he has that look on his face like man he's like like you know like come on just, i'm here to play and have fun and, and they're all thinking about the dollar sign so that richard Pryor joke is actually based on a comment someone else makes prior saying that magic is going to be on the white shadow yeah so oh yeah, yeah, the, yeah so and i guess and i actually looked this up i guess Recently. magic johnson was supposed to appear on the white really? shadow Wow. Yeah, so the so the the story I read says, and you know, of course, we know the uh, the White Shadow was yeah, yeah, the, we used to watch it. I used to the watch inner city basketball yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. drama with uh, what was that guy's name? Ken... I, I can't even. I wouldn't even remember the guy's name. Shackelford, Ted Shackelford. Uh, I don't even remember. But we, I used to watch it. No, yeah, I can't remember. It was good. It was a good show. It was a yeah, super yeah. good show. So Magic was supposed to appear as himself on that show. Really? Um, but the day they were going to film, I guess they had just lost a, a pretty big game. And so he oh. was like too upset and he just like basically skipped on it. Oh, wow. <laughs> and like the, and the studio was like all upset with them. And so they were like, we're not going to redo that. You're out. Mm. You're out. So, but it would have been pretty cool if Magic Johnson was on, yeah. the, on the White Shadow. Because then, of course, then we would have, we, you know, we, we watch a show all the time. So we would have seen that episode. So you're right, though. Bus introduces Magic to uh, the bankers uh, and saying, hey, this is my guy. And, and it really is kind of, uh, it is really kind of uh, degrading the yeah, way yeah, he yeah. shows off Magic to the bankers. Yeah, you're just a commodity. Like, you're making this money. Like, uh, you know, I mean, I'm not saying that that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure Bus like, you know, he, he liked the, the people. But I'm sure the bankers are just sitting there going like, oh, yeah, this is dollar signs right here. Yeah. And then here we go. Cindy Day shows up again. Oh yeah, and oh, starts yeah. you know kind of like being his PR because they even say like you're oh this is your PR person as she's yeah. sitting on his lap. Yeah, she was uh she was I mean, maybe she was like like daughter like father you know she was kind of like doing that same thing where she was like like you know kind of like what's that what's that term when you're trying to get something get yourself into something um, wedging yourself in there oh, yeah. you know and kind of kind of like playing his wife in a sense. You know? Oh yeah. And she even said, like, he's like, I don't need you. And she's like, why don't you tell him, like, like I wash your drawers? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then they saw that, and they showed a side scene where, like, they're kind of arguing, and Magic's like, I don't need you. Oh, and, yeah. You know, you, you shouldn't be here. And she, you know, she, I think, does she really love him? I, th I think she really loves him, doesn't she? I, or is it honestly, I, it, it, it could be both. I mean, you know, why can't, why can't it be both? But it kind of reminds me, like, of the way you just see, like, the, like, you know, people, you know, I'm gonna say like every woman, but like a lot, of, a lot of women like kind of kind of glom around basketball players, or like are not even basketball players, but like just like um, sports personalities, like, like groupies, like, like groupies. yeah, like groupies. Just you know, and it's it kind of is like a it's like a cool thing, you know, it's like a payday, it's a cool thing. But she you is know. from his hometown, though, right? I mean, she, um, she's she's been with him. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. She was, yeah, because she's he known actually him meets for a while. Her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She he meets her then, and then she just go like she goes there. Yeah. So, uh, and then they make up and then like, uh, I don't know if there's like a recurrent theme with magic performing like a certain oh, yeah, act, yeah, yeah, which yeah, I'm yeah. not sure. Like, is that like, is that like, uh, his thing? <laughs> is you, that, know, you know, why not? You know, is that, like his, the, is that like his no look pass? That's like the a no look pass. <laughs> I'm sure. Like no look, like should, magic, no look pass. Because they keep, then they, cause they keep on showing him doing that one thing. Yeah. 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 He, he, like, <laughs> he likes it. You know I mean? I mean, you can't be good. You can't be grudging for that. Yeah. No, I just say like it was kind of kind of weird. Like they keep on showing him do that particular thing. thing. Yeah, I mean, maybe Magic's made like a you know maybe he's, <laughs> maybe he's like mentioned it at some point. Oh, yeah. uh, and so uh, and so they 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 um, quote unquote kiss and make up. Yeah, and also during that during that scene, because it's a, it's a it's a pretty it's basically a sex scene. They yeah. they play that that Ed, that Ed, uh, James song, "I'd Rather Go Blind," which is actually a really cool song. 
Huh. Yeah, it's like it's like a cool, it's like a uh, what is it? I want to say not jazz, like a blues, jazzy type song that they play in the background. <laughs> jazz blues, blues yeah, blues, jazz. or like blues fusion, <laughs> like like jazz fusion or something like that. Uh, then we go back up to the bankers, and they're saying, "Hey, we'll give you the extension, but at an insane amount of interest. And if you're really businessman, you you would possibly take it." And then Bus gives them that that pretty cool speech, saying, "Like uh, we'll take it, and we're gonna pay it." And then when it's over, you're gonna like beg us to keep our business oh, yeah, because yeah, we're gonna yeah. win. We're gonna win it all. Also, the other weird side note is everybody's partying while like uh, what's his face is like like in the hospital dying. Like <laughs> that's I that was kind of like weird. yeah, McKinney's like like dying, and everybody's out there like you know. And, there, and there's also that little scene too where where uh, that's also the Iman scene where they where they bring out the coke. And then, oh, yeah. and then you see Hayward like like looking at it like uh like yeah oh, you already like, ru- you already ruined this for me yeah, yeah there's exactly. that other scene that happens a little bit later oh. uh that's obviously um like a foreshadowing of what's gonna yeah, happen yeah 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 <laughs> well because it looks like he, he says it earlier that he has an addic- he has like an addictive personality he's, he's like he's getting over it but like you know it's like the, it's like the devil like on your shoulder like you know and especially when you have like an environment like that it's literally being forced on you it's like hey you know like come on let's come and party. Yeah, it's just crazy that they were that's that was allowed in there, and you know they were doing that too. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, let's see. Westhead talks to the media. That's a fiasco. Oh I, man, I, that, that was funny. I, I would like to see that actual. Um, does I, really I tried to that? Google it. I said it doesn't exist. I don't think. Oh, so it might it might just be like a like a maybe it was like written like by the Times like like for some reason like Westhead starts going off like in, <laughs> like in Shakespeare. <laughs> Oh, he defaults to like the only thing he knows is like Shakespeare. Not, like, not like basketball. Go to your co- like go to your co- no, they, they, somebody. <laughs> one of them tells him. Uh, yeah. it, uh, Jerry West tells him, uh, "Go to your comfort zone" or something like that. And that's his comfort zone is Shakespeare. Is Shakespeare. Oh man! And then they're back in the hospital, and Cindy shows up with the flowers, and oh, and yeah. again she's in, she's trying to interject herself. Well, uh, the weird thing is, magic doesn't show up either. Though. Yeah, the, the team is there. She shows up for magic with flowers, and everybody's like going like, "Huh?" Like, well, that's kind of weird. <laughs> Even Kareem comments on it later oh, yeah, on yeah, yeah. in the oh, locker yeah. room. Like yep. she showed up, and it really should have been you showing. Yeah, like up. where were you at, like Magic? <laughs> uh, and so um, Magic passes on Nike, and they're going to go do the deal with Converse. Signs, yeah, signs with Converse. And for more than what Larry Bird signs for, so that's, he made it a point. Like, hey, I'm like a bigger superstar than uh, than Larry Bird, so I, I need more money. That's true because I, I believe Magic was the number one pick. I think Bird was number two, if I'm not mistaken. So okay. it's not what you know. It's, 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 it's traditionally like the number one player makes the most money, you know, and, you know, and, and your endeavors, salary, and you know, what and you know, other stuff too. So you know, so that makes sense. But but I guess it was I guess it's Cindy's father, the lawyer, who who brokers the deal. You know, he gets yeah. that, he gets that extra that I think it's like twenty thousand extra. It's like a hundred thousand a year. Yeah. So uh, Magic signs a dotted line. Uh, and also, side note on this, he saw he, for according to Magic, he signed with Converse because, and this and this will come to play later in the season. He signed with Converse because his his idol was with Converse, Doctor J. Oh, okay. And this is going to be a part of the ending. Like, a, I'm not sure if it's going to be like the first season, maybe the second season, but you know, I I know the, I know the way the season is going to end. And it's going to oh. come down to like this. So like, it's kind of like a foreshadowing too. Do they play the, do they play the, yeah. Uh, yeah. the yeah. 76ers? Is it yeah. the 76ers yeah. in, in the finals? Yeah. Not the finals, the actual, uh, the t- for the title. Yeah. The finals. Yeah. Yeah. Is it the finals? The... Yeah. Maybe finals. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they, yeah, so they... Lakers play the 76ers in the finals. Yeah. Cause I, yeah. Cause I saw it available on YouTube and I was like, like, do I watch this now or do like, I wait for it to happen. And then the I actual, watch the actual game, the mean? actual game. Yeah. Oh, okay. I started and, and I started watching that that San Diego game too. By the way, I was intrigued yeah. when you said you had seen the whole game. So oh yeah, yeah, yeah I saw. It. <laughs> I started watching some of it. Oh yeah, 
It's 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 interesting though. I mean, yeah, you and, and you see how Brett Musburger was in there too. Like, so it's kind of funny because because like he kind of like takes over like in some parts, and you know, like chick is you know chick's probably in the background <laughs> like like pissed. Uh, I did notice the one. I did skip to the end though because I wanted to the last thing. And oh yeah. So you realize that Magic isn't the one who throws in that pass in in uh, in uh, in the series. Magic throws that no look pass to Kareem for the skyhook for the win. Oh, that's right. And yeah, the actual yeah. game, it's not even Magic. To, to it, yeah, it goes, it goes directly to. Because there's, there's no way that can happen. It, it's, it was only two seconds. It's, it's impossible to, to, <laughs> to, you know, to throw a pass to. It would have to be thrown in to Kareem to, for it to actually go. So there's a little creative. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's no way that you can get a pass to Magic then to Kareem for that. It's impossible. And then you do see Magic jumping on Kareem. Yeah, I yeah, think but, Kareem's like Kareem definitely is kind of upset. With like yeah, with but, but 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 it's a but it's a crowd of people, and it's hard to tell like if he's pushing them because they you know they make it a point in the thing that he's he didn't look like, like, too like, happy. Like, get off me! Like get off me! <laughs> yeah, he didn't look too happy. <laughs> so it is good to kind of compare like you know what yeah, they yeah. filmed. And but it's funny because Magic's event. literally like jumping on him. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Westhead's starting to talk to the team. Oh, yeah. Um, they want to figure out who's guarding Thompson. I don't know who this Thompson guy was for the, I guess, the Trailblazers. Is that who they're playing? Um, it, was it the Trailblazers? And they're trying to figure out like who should guard this Thompson yeah, guy. Yeah, this and this is this. It was actually interesting too because if, if, if initially there was there were like saying that oh Cooper should be like he should be like bench like I like oh I don't like he doesn't like me because because like, then Cooper starts doubting himself prior to this. Yeah. Scene. And yeah, so but for some reason. Westhead goes with Cooper over uh, Hayward. Like yeah. you're gonna go, like you're going in there. You're, you're starting. Actually, you're starting now. Well, Hayward thinks that it's a personal thing because he oh, yeah, he, yeah. he yeah. set that comment in the uh, in the he overhears hospital. him exactly. He overhears him, so he thinks it's personal. Yeah. So they're in the locker room, and then they start goofing on Magic Johnson about Cindy, yeah. saying like, "Hey, she showed up," and they're giving him a super hard time about it. Oh yeah. And he's kind of already upset about her being there all the time. Yeah. Um, and so uh, they have that conversation, and then then Magic talks to the dad, the dad, <laughs> <laughs> and he says like, "Hey, hey, hey, sir, like uh, I'm, you know, I'm I'm single, and you know, I don't, uh, your daughter's awesome, but I don't think that's gonna work out. Yeah, and I have no end- intention of like marrying her or anything like that. Yeah, and is that gonna is that gonna mess up our relationship? <laughs> He's like, no, it's like it's a business, it's a business." <laughs> And then, then Magic goes like, "Could you tell her? Like, could you break up?" Oh yeah, with her? yeah, yeah, yeah. Could you? <laughs> like, 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 I'll, like, I'll lay, I'll, I'll, I'll lay it to her like gently, like. <laughs> Which is pretty funny, I guess. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, and, I'll and tell you cold. one thing. Super if cold. anybody's gonna do it, it makes more sense that the father does it. You know, it's like, hey, at least he's. It's like you know, it's it's that's no sweat off my hands now. The father's gonna do it, and oh. I'm, I'm sure the father's gonna convince her. Like, just just keep it on. The, you know, we're making what, ten, fifteen percent off of Magic anyway, so we're making a pretty good cut. <laughs> And then we see this uh, this foreshadowing because you, you ruined it for me of Richard Pryor talking to Haywood saying, "Hey, we're going to go party. Oh, Why don't you join us? And there's going to be girls and alcohol and coke and and we're going to go party." Yeah. And Haywood has just been benched basically, so you know oh, he's, yeah, not, yeah, he's yeah, not in yeah. a good place. Yeah. So I'm assuming he's going to go hook up with uh, Richard Pryor or, or at some point in time, <laughs> and then probably not going to be a good outcome. Yeah. Yeah. And then and we see it ends, it ends like an interesting note too with McKinney at the hospital. Well, yeah, yeah, it does. Uh, it, and right before that, we see uh, Jack McKinney have this uh, kind of the, these matrix moments where he's saying, "This is what we do with Thompson," and it's not it's not not about Cooper. It's like, "Hey, I, that's why we got Haywood." 
because he's a bigger guy and he's going to force Thompson into this spot and then we're going to do it. So he has all of this offense or this defense, how to guard this Thompson guy. And then what we find out, obviously we know that Cooper's already guarding him and it's a mess and clearly they probably lose badly, (laughs) badly. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because then we see Jack in the hospital waking up with Westhead and saying, you got to put Haywood on Thompson yeah, and then uh, and then Wes says like, yeah, that was like two weeks ago. Yeah, that happened a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. oh. And then uh, it kind of ends with I think it ends with the with the lawyer guy giving Cookie the tickets to the like, hey Cookie, like Magic wants you to have these games, the, right. these tickets, and 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 you, he wants you to show up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a, it's, like I said, the, the episode was more. It was you know to me it was more magic in the, sh- the shoes, and it was uh, the Shakespeare West West Westhead is not a he's not a coach. He's not a, a you know he's not the he, he shouldn't really be a coach. <clears throat> and I, I can only I can assume that it's not going to be that long before he's he's been he's replaced. Wow, and then they can't go. Just, oh, I think you did the research on this, but I can't imagine they're going to go straight to Riley from from Westhead. Well, well, I think what happens is Riley's going to come in as assistant coach. They're going to be like, "Hey, we need somebody to like, you know, to somebody that kind of knows like uh, uh, what what the McKinney was doing." So, like, can you get in there? And then eventually, they're just going to like say, "Hey, Riley, take over." You know. Oh, so you think you think what you think uh, you think. Uh, well, well, O'Reilly hasn't become assistant. He become at some point he's going to become assistant coach first before he becomes coach. So, so, they, so, you so think they Westhead's going to get promoted to coach, and then Riley's going to be the assistant coach. Yeah. Well, right now he's interim. Like, yeah, he's like the interim yeah. coach, and then eventually they're going to say like, well, you got to bring somebody in to help you because right. maybe you're not getting it done. So we need somebody with more, you know, with some, you know, give me some, give you a hand. Let's uh, let's bring Riley in. You know. <laughs> oh shoot. And technically, he's already the assistant coach, even though he's like the travel secretary. Yeah, like yeah, his, yeah. His well, door well, did say it. assistant coach on it. Yeah, I mean, he was also a basketball, a basketball player. He played for the Lakers, you know. So he, so he kind of knows the system, and and he's been he's been filming all the, you know, the, the he's been filming McKinney's offense, so he knows what's going on there. You know, and he's more because he's a ba- player. He think he knows more like of what's going on, whereas Westhead is kind of like there following like the like the like the script. Yeah, and, but but uh, Riley can actually like do the do the script. <laughs> uh so we have another episode a new episode tomorrow i, I like oh, yeah. i can't wait till sundays i, I gotta tell you when, yeah. when as soon as as soon as, soon as six o'clock rolls around like okay hbo let's go <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, i gotta I usually, tell you i usually wait the, ne- the, the next day or so then i'll watch it yeah i gotta tell you i don't know the last time uh there was a show where yeah when it's coming out i'm not immediately on it when it comes out yeah also like also like you know the, the mark of a good show is like I, I, I want to go out and look to see like if I can verify like the you know like if this happened because right off the bat when I saw the Nike stuff I went you know went to Wikipedia to look to look up like uh, was this true was he was he offered like this and yeah it was all it was there wow. you know so yeah. all right so Civil War is next you ready for another pour yes I am what do you uh... all right let's go to the cans now like cans 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 yeah you have a bunch of them there too yeah exactly. See, what's, let me the, see, uh, uh, what's the first? It's probably gonna be there? fruit. I think a lot of it's like fruit centric, so it's probably gonna be fruit when I reach down there's, there. There's a couple more stouts in there, unless you think there's not. There's a there's the Wild Works stout, which I, we probably should hold on to, and then that Weathered Souls. Uh, uh, oh, okay, so right the back, pulled the tracker. Yeah, no, it's actually no. That's not. I don't oh, think so there's any. The, is it the the? Perch? It's a berry. It's the berry perch. Perch. Although this one says purdy, like purdy. It's got a Y on the end. Oh yeah, the only the only um, the only IP in there is the uh, what is it? Yeah. There does not exist. Is that what yeah. that? Uh... Yeah, man, 
I gotta clean this little refrigerator out. It's starting to smell moldy. <laughs> oh yeah, Barry Perchy, Paradise. This is from Drecker. Yeah, we haven't had a Drecker. When was the last time we had Drecker? It's been a while. It's like, like uh, last week. Like one, like like one week ago. <laughs> like it's, like it's, yeah, it's a week. It's, it's one week, man. Come on. Blueberry, blackberry, plum, key lime. Uh-oh. And then the wild card, cream of coconut. Coconut. coconut like no, the cream of coconut. Like oh, what is, what is, like, what is, is that like, what is that? Is that the liquid? I have no idea. Because you know, like there's like the juice from the coconut. Attention. Contains a significant amount of fruit. Please keep oh, cold boy. at all times. This, it's not, it's not, it's not super tot, so. Mine is. Yeah, this one has a little give to it still. Give a gentle roll or two before opening. And I don't think these ones have ABVs on them, right? Uh, probably not. No. Although, you know, what was interesting is I just got a, I got a bottle of uh, that 120 the, uh, from Dogfish. Really? Egg. Where the heck's my bottle at? Jeez. Uh, it's like $10 a bottle. Like a, what? WTF? Like a... <laughs> what the hell? I thought you had a bottle. Like, didn't you have I know, but so what? <laughs> like, I want, like, I want more. Like, and you drank more. it? You drank it already? Yeah, yeah, of course. Like, you had to, like, uh, immediately, like, uh, it's, um, the, the, okay, we're talking about, like, the ABVs and the bottles. It's weird because if you look up, like, a lot of the people, like, a lot of reviews, there's no ABV on the bottle. California Def has an ABV on it. It's 16.6 here, which, which is different, which is weird because somewhere else it's 18%. And I'm like, think, wait a minute, is, is there different versions of this beer like, going around? Uh, I think it depends on the batch, I think, honestly, because oh, okay. yeah. I have, I've seen it. I think if you look at it for it, if you look at it on the Dogfish Head website, right. I think it gives you a range of ABV. 15 to 20, 15 to 20%. Yeah. So I think it depends on the batch that they produce. Yeah. Because, but like I said, like I've, I, I see people posting on the, uh, for the 2022 version and they have it at 18%. And I, I don't see any for the, uh, six, for the California 16.6%. I, I just put it in the, I put it in the, that one, but. Yeah, but if it, if it's like a, like say the ghost for like the uh, like if they're doing different batches at different ABVs throughout the year, right? Then you could have you could have you could drink that beer three times in the year and have three different ABVs. Yeah, I don't think that's I don't think that's produced that that much though because like oh. it wasn't produced for twenty twenty one. It's oh. like it's it's one of their rare like their rarer beers. Okay, and and the, what did you think of it? Oh, no, it was excellent. Yeah, it was exactly the thing. Okay, to me. And, and, and of course, it was fresh. You know, I, I think we've had in the past, and it's probably not not as fresh. This was like really fresh, and uh, it's basically it's just like a hopped up barley wine. Yeah, remember that's what I was telling you. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's just it's a barley wine with a lot of hops in it. Yeah, it's definitely syrupy. You get the hoppiness. Oh yeah, but it malty. definitely does read like a barley wine. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. All right. What does it smell like? Berries. <laughs> what are the berries? Mostly berries. It almost smells like a wine. That's so much yeah. berries. Maybe, maybe it's like the lime in there. Something. Oh, something's, maybe. something's pushing it to the. All right. Cheers. Uh, Present. Oh yeah. You see that the lime, the lime pushes out the lime and the coconut. They kind of overwhelm the the berries actually. Actually, I'm getting pl- like the plum too. Plum? Yeah. It's weird because like the berries are almost like non-existent. Like I need to know like where like the um. Like, like what level, what has more in here? That is very tart. Um, I don't know. Not, no, not, you're not getting tart. No, no, not like, um, wow. God, what was tart? What did we just have recently that I thought was really tart? What, what was What did we have last week? Something that we had last week was super tart. And I can't remember what it was, but I, I'm getting but a that lot was of the tart. plum. 
I'm getting the plum first and then the lime. I get the lime first, for sure. I don't know if I get the coconut. You getting coconut? Not really. But like I said, this might be like the liquid. <laughs> it's good. It's got a lot of like sediment in it too. If you look at it, it's got like little white white sprinkles or something. Well, all the Drecker fruity beers have have like that bubbly effect on top too. Um, yeah, this I didn't get that on this one. That you like that? That's oh, really? that foam. It's I got, like that. I got a it's bunch called, of it. It's like chirofoam or something like that. Where it's like it's almost it's like a membrane. Yeah, it's like a, it's, it's like the alien. It's like alien. It's like the yours doesn't have that. No, it doesn't. Oh, mine. They no. made it roll. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not getting the Cairo the Cairo foam. <laughs> you know, you roll properly. Uh, I'm definitely getting more key lime in that though. See, I'm getting, the, I'm getting more plum and then the lime. I'll tell you one thing: the color is definitely like plumish uh, raspberry. It's got that purplish color. Are you getting blueberry? Um, gosh, see, not see, like the berries aren't really standing out that much. It's the other stuff. Like I said, the lime is number one. Like you said, like the plum, lime plum, and the berries are very subtle. I don't even know what a blackberry it tastes like, so I wouldn't be able to pick that up. Mm, the blackberry. It's very similar to like a boysenberry. It's a little bit more, to me, it's more a little bit more tart. Okay. Very the good, blueberry, The blueberry is kind of like almost like a non, it's like a like a neutral flavor. Have you ever had like a hand, like a handful of fresh? Uh-huh. They're just, they're kind of like a neutral, like a, like taste to it. Okay. Um, All right, here we go. Ken right. Burns Civil War. We're on episode five. I think there's like nine episodes, so we're we're about the halfway point. Um, this is the Universe of Battle, 1863, and I think the biggest the the big thing about this is Gettysburg. Yeah, is, that's that's the ultimate. Uh... Yeah. So the one thing that stood out with this uh, with this episode more so than the others, and I think you made a reference to it maybe an episode or two ago. Is photography is really catching on? Oh yeah, absolutely. Be- yeah. Because there are so many photos in this. Oh yeah, in this episode where you can see that you know clearly people are documenting this now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But either either through photography, paintings, they're, they're you know everybody's got everybody needs to have you know uh, capture this any way they can. <clears throat> and this is the and and this is the one episode where we actually see uh, someone who was alive during the Civil oh, War. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, the, the daughter. Uh, the it's, daughter. It's, yeah. Daisy Turner, um, who who's 104 at the time of uh, of this of the, the, the interview. Yeah. Her. Um, so we last left off with uh, Grant trying to take Vicksburg, which he's still trying to do. And then Lee making his way to right. Pennsylvania. Yeah, which, 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 which I, I remember I said this last time because, like, with the, without knowing, you know, or not remembering or knowing what's going to happen, I always said that, or I would have personally, you know, obviously hindsight's 2020. I would have, I would have had the, you know, the Confederate Army go to Vicksburg and, and re fortify that, you know, take, take Grant on head to head, you know, like, like wipe him out, you know, let's, let's be honest here. Grant is like the, he is like the, like the head of the snake. You know, you know, because think about it, all, all those all those U.S. those federal uh, uh, generals were awful. <laughs> you know, Grant was like the one guy who was c- consistent. You know, I mean, Sherman was too, but Grant is the guy. He's like the big dude. Like, why not just take him out? Like, like go head to head with him. I think we get one. I think we get a general in this episode for the Union that's pretty competent too. I think is, oh, it, is it Meade? Yeah. Is it Meade? He, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he does have a battle later on. He has that. He has like a pivotal battle at, at Chattanooga and the. Uh, yeah, there's a there's a, so the, yeah we get we get another finally we get some yeah yeah we're finally the union's finally starting to like this that after all the defeats yeah and you know, 
you know, now, now the union's finally starting to pull, and obviously the union's going to win. I mean, it's like, you know, it's like, you know, history would be uh, vastly different if, had they not, but uh, they're starting to finally get the, the upper ground. And also like the, they also, the whole thing with the South is they didn't have like the economy to sustain oh, they yeah. have the man, the manpower or the economy to sustain a, a long war. And, and that's what they highlight at the beginning that the, the economy in the South is just crumbling. It's, oh, yeah, it's yeah. falling apart. Yeah. 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 Um, so, we see that the African Americans are starting to to take up arms and starting to fight. Um, we see Daisy Turner, who's 104, and she's a daughter of a fugitive slave named Alex Turner, who who fought uh, in the war. And he he actually he actually has the the uh, with the uh, the uh, I guess the moment where he kills his own overseer, like a former overseer. So was able to exact revenge. Uh, oh, I thought that was the one where like, cause one, one of the parts of the thing is called like the rail, like is like, 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 I, like you're the rail now. Like, oh yeah. So I, I thought that was that guy. Uh, let's see. Lee going to Pennsylvania. Uh, we see, we see Jeb Stewart, which who also makes a cameo in uh, the good Lord bird uh, in the first. Episode. Oh yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I said, that's another actor that I, re I recognize, but I can oh, never really? place him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, Hey, it's that one guy. Like, yeah uh so uh let's see we have the battle of rapanek i guess it's called and there's twenty one thousand mounted men and it's the biggest cavalry battle, the cavalry battle yeah uh, which ultimately is a push it's no, no one really wins i'm trying to imagine that how does everybody like fighting on horses like <laughs> is that kind of weird like it also uh, like considering the fact that when, whenever you see like those war folk like the war pictures the horses are all dead it's just like they're just yeah. they're just constantly being killed. Like they're just yeah. like it's like they have no chance. So like how do you all these guys fighting on horses? It's crazy. <laughs> like how do you turn around? It's like a judging like a joust. It's, like yeah, it's, it's, basically yeah, a joust. It's, it's so weird. It's just I'm trying to like imagine all these guys on horses. Like I wouldn't I don't think I'd want to be on a horse. I'd be like the that'd be the last place I want to be on. It's just an awkward, I mean, think about it, because you I wouldn't even stab the guy, stab the horse. Yeah, well that well, that's exactly that's I think that's why those horses were dead, like because people they were just killing the horses. And it goes back to that Abraham, the Abraham Lincoln quote, where like, "Hey, I can replace generals. I can't, re I can't replace the horses. Right. Like, I need horses." Exactly. So I would de definitely would be a, a strategy. I would think to attack. If you kill the horse, not only yeah. do you you kill the horse, you also, yeah, I'm sure that the 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 soldier soldier on the horse gets bucked probably. Exactly. Might, be, might exactly. even get hurt like on the way down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And and you're right. You're right. You you know. We don't think about that when you see when you see a movie and you're like, oh, like let's shoot the guy down, but really it's take the horse down first. You know, you know dis dismount the guy, take the horse out. Uh, let's see. Start Lee's dividing his men. We get some. We get Longstreet in here. Oh yeah, so Lee oh, divides yeah. his, his seventy thousand men into three different uh, groups. Right. Longstreet has one. Uh, Ewell. Baldy Ewell has one, and Hill has one. Also, uh, Ewell was a Stonewall Jackson's replacement, so. That's that's big shoes to fill right there. <laughs> Impossible shoes. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, and and really, that's probably the that's probably was the end for the end of the South right there. When Stonewall Jackson's gone, it's it's pretty much over. Yeah. Uh, meets the new Union commander. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
it's funny because his nickname is Snapping Turtle, and he actually looks like <laughs> he a looks like he turtle. looks like a, he looks. You're right. He has like those goo like the eyes, and you're like looking at it, going like he literally is. It's not. It's it's. And you don't have to worry about like like artists in like in, interpretation, like a, like a painting. They have the photo of him. It's like yeah, he does look like that. He does look like that. You know, it's so funny because even later on when they mentioned the the 115 pound uh, Union Union General. I can't remember his name or not. It's in my notes, but they have a picture of him and he's tiny. He's like, he looks like Prince. He's like a small, he looks like Prince. He's like a small dude. <laughs> pounds. Like, how, how did he become general? <laughs> and then we start Gettysburg and, and I think it's a yeah. three day battle and they go through day, day by day. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess it all started because there was a supply of shoes <clears throat> that the right. Confederates wanted. And so it's, and then it's kind of weird because the North comes from the South and the, and south the south comes from the north. from the north, yeah, to have this battle, and they converge on uh, on Gettysburg. Uh, there's a, a the fight starts at a cemetery, which seems like a stand. Um, Lee Lee arrives, and the uh, and the Union's trying to hold the high ground. I think this is the whole thing in the battle. It's like a like Sun Tzu, like the, like you have to maintain the high ground throughout this battle. Yeah. Although I don't, I don't know if I necessarily agree with that though, because there, there's been, there's times in this, with the exception of, of those of, of the two round the round places, there's that one that later on when you see that they're on that, that hillside, and they have the high ground, and somehow the Union still manages to like to like take it out. So that's kind of like sometimes you know sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Even like running up that hill, like in that one battle, like they well then again that's that's not I take that back because that Union does hold that hill. So. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, so they, so Jeb Stewart was supposed to be recon for Lee, but ultimately doesn't do any, doesn't do a very good job of it. And he comes back with all the, uh, with all the, uh, gosh, what do you, he comes back with the wheels with the carriages, I guess. Oh yeah. And like, Lee's like, 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 I don't need like, that. Like, I don't <laughs> need those like that. that now, now that's just a detriment now. Yeah. He, he's, he basically wanted like re like recon, like tell me what's going on. Yeah. And he just brings these hundred, these hundred, uh, carriages and Lee's like, what the heck am I going to do with that? Yeah, it's like completely useless. Yeah, it's supposed to bring me information about the enemy, and yeah, and I have that which is useless. Yeah, it, 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 and then then uh, Lee makes that quote too. You know, that like, hey, like I'm either gonna I'm either gonna whip them here, or they're gonna whip me. Like, it's almost like it's like he knew this is like this is gonna be the final battle here. Well, I mean, they've fought quite a number of battles, and they and at the end of the day, they still are losing men. Whether yeah. they win or oh, yeah, whether yeah. they win or lose, they're still losing men. Exactly. And an army that's significantly less than the Union. Yeah. So when you think about it, it's not that bad a strategy because if you keep on going battle after battle, eventually you're not going to have any men and they, they're still going to have men. Exactly. So why not go for an all out battle just like winner take, winner take all? Yeah, that's exactly. So they two, there's 65,000 Confederate soldiers versus 85,000 Union soldiers. Meade's been tasked with holding the high ground. Uh, and then with these round tops, uh, yeah, like and then Lee wanted them like, like, like we need those, we need those two, those two, like, I guess they were like messes, I guess. Like yeah, the, pretty much like, yeah, I'm assuming it's like a flat, a high ground, flat, yeah, flat. exactly. And, uh, and I guess the whole point was we can get like guns up there, cannons, and you know, and then use that to take out, oh, yeah, or even like snipers and riflemen just to take out anybody, you know, trying to come up, come in. And eventually, that's, that's pretty much exactly what happens, yeah. Um, let's see. General Sickles is there for, uh, for the union as well. Uh, and then for some reason he leaves that little round top and he leaves oh, it yeah. like that and he leaves. And so the one thing they're trying to like protect at all costs, he winds up leaving it. 
Yeah, uh, and it's undefended. So, the, but then the he like he realizes like he goes like, hey, when he gets to that one area, he's gonna he's gonna run back, and then he, <laughs> and then he of course he runs back to the to the thing. He realizes his mistake. So the Confederate soldiers see that and they're like, oh wait a second, we we gotta get that. If we can if we can get that, we literally and I think when the yeah. quote is like, I, I, if we're at number ten to one, we could sell we could still win because we have the high ground. Yeah, and then and then everybody realized, hey, we need that. Like we can't let that we we can't let that go. That's like we need this like spot. So he's trying to race back up. the The Confederate soldiers are trying to race to the top. It's like a race to the top. Yeah, it's like catching and the flag now. Yeah, you know, that's exactly what it is. And so uh, you have Chamberlain trying to hold the ground. You have Oates trying to get the ground, and then um, and then they do this masterful flanking move. Oh yeah, yeah. Where where the left side of the Union kind of pivots around. And attacks the flanks of the uh, the Confederates trying to rush up. Yeah, and I guess it really surprises them because once they see them coming, they just with bay- quit. They with bayonets quit. attached, and they don't even come shooting. They just come with like bayonets, like like running and like. And basically, they do the whole like rebel. That they're now they're doing the rebel yell at them, like you know. It's and it's like a. I assume it's like a frightful, like, yeah, vis- visage because it because all of a sudden the rebels like break and run, <laughs> or surrender, or like immediately <laughs> drop their weapons and surrender. Yeah. So then meanwhile, from that side, they're doing that pivot move. From the other side, Chamberlain's Company B, who who they thought were just lost or dead already, they show up. And so they really wind up getting attacked from both flanks. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then the Confederates realize they're in trouble. They just start uh, to retreat. And that's, I think, day two. And then we have day three. And then so then we talked about this before. Uh, Custer finally appears in oh, yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Custer, this one. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, he actually has success. So it's not because <laughs> yeah. you know, because a lot of times when we see Custer, it's like a bumbling. He's like a bumbling guy, <laughs> or like you pretty know. boy. Like he's yeah, really, yeah. like a full like the, he's yeah. uh, he, in, the way insane he looks. narcissist guy, <laughs> yeah. a little yeah. big man. He's like a you know. <laughs> that's a narcissist. You're right. Yeah, because they even mentioned that like one of the previous episodes, one of the early episodes, where like he enlisted he got his he got his outfit he put it on and immediately went to get a photo like <laughs> i think i'd do the same thing though like if, if i let's just, you know hypothetically like if i became like a marine like you know and i actually got the uniform the first thing i do is be, I get a picture <laughs> like the vanity yeah i mean but come on it's like you're i mean you know this you know is it pride or is it just because like hey like you know it's uh yeah it's a seven deadly sins seven deadly said pride. Like pride like well uh so Custer winds up stopping Stewart, and that's a that's an important stoppage. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Longstreet's attacking the Cemetery Ridge, and uh, Meade's ready for him. And then, uh, and then the uh, Confederates have some guy named Pickett. Oh, Pickett's uh, charge, like, like the infamous uh, Pickett's charge. <laughs> Which is funny because it mentioned the whole thing like Pickett's basically Gorman. Oh, or... he's, yeah, he's Gorman. Yeah, he's literally like 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 how many how many combat missions have you had? Like none, uh, like like three, like not including like simulated. Uh, it's so literally like why why would Lee like why would Lee send somebody who's not battle tested? It, it makes no sense whatsoever. Oh boy, so he's basically super green, no combat yeah. experience, and he's leading. Well, the, even the troops, the, like the troops are like it's like a, you know, it's like they're not they're not like seasoned veterans. <laughs> so the Confederates attack with cannons. Union fires back, um, and it, and it's an interesting one. It's interesting because then Pickett wants to engage. Yeah, and so he asks Longstreet, "Hey, should we attack?" And oh, Longstreet yeah. knows that they shouldn't, like, but like, he's so afraid. He, he nods like, <laughs> yeah. 
I'm just like imagining the look on his face, like, yeah, let's do it. Like, just like last stand, <laughs> last stand. Uh, and Shelby Foot's so poignant with his insight. And, you know, it's almost like Shelby Foot's insight really, I, I, I think it's kind of subjective in a way because oh, yeah, he starts yeah. talking about, and there's no way for him to know. Yeah. There's no, like, there can't be that much uh, documentation for him to know what these guys are thinking. Right. Um, but uh, it still it adds a nice uh, like yeah, yeah touch yeah. to yeah, what's did he going really on. Does, does he really sit there and like like <laughs> we're all gonna die out here like you go down there general like we're like you know like like you're gonna die. So Longtree can't say no, so he just nods yes, even though he really should say no. Yeah, like he knows. And then so the Union fires at the Confederates. And they're just they're like it's a it's it's like a kill zone, but it's a kill box basically. Yeah, it's actually like, I think it's like the morning, it's like breakfast time. I think and the the Confederacy the Confederates actually take them off guard, which is which I was yes. finding odd how that happens a lot. Like in in, in the in <laughs> like it's like they like they don't even though you know that the other army's like right over there, like hey let's just like eat and like sleep here, but, you know, and then like all of a sudden like you start getting like shelled and you know it's like wait a minute yeah like, yeah it's it's very been- weird. They basically say that people were waking up and dying immediately. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, they yeah. didn't have a chance to defend themselves. Yeah. Um, so so Pickett's trying to attack and it gets really gets kind of leveled every which way that all oh, the, yeah. they just get decimated. Um, Pickett is a, is a failure. Well, well, yeah, because then because then finally the the union starts firing shelling back at them, you know, and then, but then they get smart and they're like, hey, you know what? Stop firing. Stop firing and uh, let's conserve our ammo and let's bring them. Let's let them now. Let them come to us now, and then that's the foolish the, the charge. Well, I'd say they call it a char- picket's charge, but it's actually more of a of a semi slow march towards like like doom or like a, <laughs> I think they say they, they cover like a, like a, like a hundred yards like every minute, which is actually pretty quick if you really yeah. think about it. Yeah, they're going they're going double time. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Like they're yeah, and, and you know, and, and you realize that this is they're coming like a column it's basically they're all like like you know shoulder to shoulder which is really yeah. bad because you know what's going to happen and they get leveled yeah then the then the, the union starts opening up again with and it just like just kills like just like bunches of them at a time yeah and and ultimately they're defeated um lee shows up and says it's my fault oh yeah like, he, he, yeah he takes personal ownership of all this stuff yep and then Pickett, I guess Pickett was eternally mad at Lee for for sending him in there and and never forgave him. Yeah, well, why, why didn't he? Why didn't he just say like, "Hey, uh, general, like, uh, you know, uh, I've never, you know, we our men, these men are green, you know, like I've never taken my men into battle before, you know, this it's probably going to be bad." I mean, what you? I mean, is it because like everybody? And then it's like a southern thing where you can't really say no. Yeah. Like it's it's one of those weird like things where they didn't they weren't even giving each other medals and stuff McClellan, like that. So. McClellan said no all the time. Exactly, like, <laughs> but he's but he wasn't a south he wasn't a southerner, so it's a he was a union yeah. guy. So it made McClellan sense. said I ain't doing that. Like yeah, exactly. Lincoln like, you, attack. You nah, tell I'm, Lincoln. I'm you tell Lincoln that. I ain't going in there. Lincoln's an attack. McClellan's like nah, like, skip. I ain't going in there. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so. 51,000 men were lost. No, the northern was 23,000, the southern 28,000. So, yeah. again, not too far off, but considering the, right. the northern uh, army outmanned the southern army, it's not, it's more catastrophic than, right. than what it appears to be. And that would be the furthest the south would ever get into the north, which is, which, you know, which I didn't, I didn't realize. And I, I feel like this all goes back to the very beginning when they should just, um, they should immediately had attacked like Washington. It was and right now, there. and now everything's over. It's like, it's, it's all, like all hope is lost. Yeah. Remember they could see the Capitol from where they were fighting in Virginia. I mean, 
exactly super close exactly uh let's see july 4th oh but um, oh but also mead has like a see, here's another one of those weird things again though where, <laughs> another, which would mean like mead has a chance to go out because yeah. lee retreats it's like okay i'm going back to virginia now it's time time to go back and then mead has a chance to to route him you know and take him out but he he doesn't do it it's like it's you know it's, it's like 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 why like why did they always like stop yeah, and Lincoln's telling him to go after. Yeah, him. And after like Lincoln, Lincoln was pissed after. It's like, like, what are you guys doing? Like, are you guys like making? Are you guys not listening to me? Uh, so Lee's trying to. Lee wants to resign. Yeah, like of it's, course, it's time. It's time for me to give up. It's, and then it goes into a different segment about how women, how women, and what oh, their yeah. role was in the Civil War. Yeah, and how really you know they were quite the asset with uh, with nursing. The sanita- was like the sanitation the, department or something like that. Yeah, that the like- sanitary commission. They found that people were dying in the camps. Oh yeah, yeah. unnecessarily because of the hygiene. Yeah, they actually reduced that to uh, they reduced significantly, the right? Yeah, yeah. I don't well, think about stat. it. Like you you clean stuff up. No, I didn't have a stat, but you clean stuff up. You know, you you know, it's you make for a, a more cleaner environment. It's going to be less disease. And like I said, disease was the thing that killed people. So you know, no less disease, less deaths. Yeah, they and they significantly reduced the amount of deaths due to yeah. disease with that sanitary commission. Uh, also, sewing, baking, uh, food, blankets, nursing. So you know, just uh, just just demonstrating their impact on the on the war. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Then we talk about the siege on Vicksburg. Well, there's also like there was also like a little side note in there with the with the and I didn't realize this uh, with Sam Houston, the the, oh. the the first president of the Republic of Texas. Mm-hmm. He had died. I didn't realize that he was a Union guy. You know, I, I always thought that, that you know Texas was like oh it's like a southern it's gonna be a southern thing, but he was actually uh. like a, like a staunch uh, Union guy. So. Yeah, and then he dies. I'm not, they don't say why or how, but he just—it's like he just died. It's like, he just died. It's, you know, it's like it's like July fourth, July the twenty-sixth, eighteen sixty-three. Sam Houston dies, and they don't really say why or you know. It's a weird note though, too, because I'm not quite sure what what's like what's the impact of him. Yeah, yeah. Dying. Other than the fact that he like, other than the fact that he told like like basically told Lincoln like the Union must like you know it's like he was a Union guy, which is weird because it's like wait a minute, how are you a Union guy if you're like the president of Texas? Like you're literally a republic. You know, you're not. Are you? It's weird. Like you're a state, but you're a republic. You know, it's like you're your own thing. And I, right. I guess what they meant is, I guess he would he would probably be a governor now. You know, in a sense, even though he was the first president of uh, of Texas. Uh, Vicksburg is siege. Vicksburg, yeah. Thirty-one thousand surrender, and and finally the Union controls like all of the Mississippi, and that's like the whole. Yeah, once that once that fell, and that's I'm telling you, that goes back to what I'm saying. Why didn't Lee just go and like like bolster Vicksburg and and just go head to head with the that that move right there? Just basically, you know, it's kind of weird because the Union basically says, "Hey, we'll just shall you and let you starve to death," you know, and that's that's exactly what happens. They finally are like, "Hey, you know, it's like." You may not be killing us with the artillery, but we can't. We, we can't. We're not eating anymore. Now we're starving. That's right. that's one of those great war tactics where you just oh, we'll just starve them out. Cut off the supplies. Exactly. No, supplies, no water. No water. Yeah. No food. Uh, then uh, so then we, so the Southerners already had a draft of we as oh, we saw yeah, I think an episode yeah. or two ago. Yeah. Now yeah. the Union decides to have the a draft. first draft, which which yeah, with Link, I didn't realize that Lincoln uh, he he uh, the federal draft. the first federal draft. Yeah, which really pissed off a lot of people. I mean, think about it, like, that's what I was saying about the South. You do certain yeah. things, it's going to piss off a lot of people, and that does piss off a lot of people in, in the North. 
and 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 the no, the federal draft is similar to the southern draft in that oh, you can yeah. pay to get out yeah, or hire bucks a substitute. Three hundred bucks and yes, it really. So if you had some money, if you managed to save some money, or you were wealthy, you were out. Like I don't, I don't, which which I'm telling you once again is going to create like this. You know, it's like a social order. We're like, hey, why do I have to fight now? And and I guess it also created that like the new profession of bounty, like bounty jumping, where like people were selling their service and they would be like, and then they just take off and then do it do it somewhere else yeah. again. <laughs> So then they they run through a list of names to try to out people that oh, yeah, whose yeah, family yeah. members had, uh, yeah, had either yeah. paid the three hundred bucks. Oh, that's right. And there was there was actually several prominent people in there. And you're oh like, yeah. Wow. So so Theodore and 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 FDR. I'm assuming. Yeah. Carnegie, J.P. Morgan, and then two presidents. Yeah, so it's like, like two like, like, like two future presidents. <laughs> Jeez. So the sentence that's like that, the, that, that, that's like that joke where like hey if you're a president if you're somebody like powerful you don't have to go fight and it's true though. it's like yeah you're not the ones that have to go fight and so as a result of it you know if you're if you have no money if you're poor and you get drafted and you're stuck to serve and so as a result there was a big mob and a big riot um, oh yeah well at the time at new york city offices. new york city and it's funny it's like new york city well, i guess at the time it was like the hub it was like probably like a it probably thought of itself as a republic itself because it was like large and it was like a metropolitan and they were like hey like we want out of this like we want to succeed now from like you know we want to be out of this uh so then so that irish mob destroys a yeah. draft office which and... i feel like is a movie that I, that I saw at some point it's like it's one of those movies where like with the irish immigrants and they're killing everybody with like the gangs of new york is, is it the gangs of new york is that it's it, it's it's i know it, i know i've seen this before it, it's, it, it must it, be because john's further along in the novel in the book than we are he's okay. on like chapter four and he's like once you read that there's like it's basically gangs of new york oh, okay so that was a gang. so that is a gang. Yeah. So it's all those irish i think so, i think so i think yeah. so okay so that's a gangs of new york then because yeah it, it's like yeah yeah, it's like, yeah, I know I've seen this before. <laughs> the, the, what is it? The Butcher? What's the guy's name? The Butcher. Yeah. He was like one of the leaders of the gangs, like the, like the Irish. You know, it was like, it was, and then it's also like, like, it's like this, like, cast, cast thing where, like, you know, you got this, you got the, you got the uh, African Americans, the blacks, and, uh, and then you got the Irish. And the Irish were like, like low on the totem. And they're like, hey, wait a minute. We still got something, though. So they started, you know, they started getting pissed and they started picking on, you know, it's like, hey, now we're going to, now we got to bully somebody. Remember, yeah, they, were, they were pretty they were brutal if you remember in the uh, in the book if i don't know how far along you are in it but they talk about like the irish being kind of the lowest on the yeah, totem well, pole that, that, yeah exactly on, on the cast and on the on the yeah. white spectrum like they're like the bottom of the like they were the bottom well yeah. all, and, it, and all, it was for two reasons one because they were the most unskilled labor force mm. and two because they were catholic oh yeah yeah so that was the other it was like it was a religious thing it was religious yeah. uh discrimination as well as the fact that they were just low level unskilled labor. Yeah. Yeah. And so they were forced to the bottom of that, uh, of that hierarchy. Um, then we go back to the African-Americans fighting in the civil war. And then they bring up Colonel Shaw, which I'm not sure if, if well, you realize this, this. Now I was thinking now, okay, this reminds me of glory. It is glory. It yeah, is, and I was like, because yeah, right. the guy even kind of looks like him. He kind of looks does. like a uh, uh, Ferris Bueller. Uh, yeah. Ferris Bueller, like with the, with the mustache. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah and, they, and basically they were the test troop. Like this is the troop that's going to test. Like if you know, if if this if this test fails, it's, you know, it's, we're not going to go through with the African American soldiers fighting. It's going to be you know we're going to we're going to take them out of the picture. But if it succeeds, then we, then they're gonna, you know it's going to be the army's going to be bolstered. And it's and interesting. Of course, you know, 
it's interesting though because they, they talk about using the african americans to fight yeah and it was already like approved by congress like a year before oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. but it took them a year to figure it out that how that how it was yeah. going to work and that's and, why they had like a test it. like we need to meet we need to we need to and it's kind of weird because like they kind of knew that they weren't gonna they weren't gonna win this battle so basically this they really was a test to see if they had if they had the metal to to stand and fight or, if it, or what they break and run and now and also that's what the whole point because because shaw himself dies like 40 percent of his men they die like in the in that in the attack but it was it was meant to test like the metal of the of, of the man you know and, it, and it obviously it, it passes and of course when i'm probably my favorite civil war movie glory yeah glory is yeah. the basis for that yeah yeah i know I, I knew it's like that's oh, got to be glory yeah <laughs> Uh, let's see. So then we go to, uh, Tennessee. Oh yeah. That winds up being like a pretty, pretty big thing too. Chickamauga? Chickamauga? Yeah, that's a, well, what's ne- and that leads to the, that leads to the, uh, what's like, like the river of death. Is that what the, uh, oh, that's what it stands for, right? The Chickamauga. But Shelby Foote says something. Like, 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 I don't even know. Like it's apparently says like, like the, like the, the, the native, the native Americans, the tribes, they, 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 they call like every river of that. So like, but it's, but it means like the river, every river is the river of death. <laughs> but, I, but is that just him making things up? It's like, like, like the, like, I thought like, it was like really the know. white man's interpretation. Yeah. Of, like, 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 like nobody, nobody knows like, but it's like the river of death. <laughs> They're all. It all means the, all the words mean. Yeah, the all these words yeah. like yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. And so the Union moves in. So Rosecrans moves in on Bragg in Tennessee, um, and the South wins. Uh, Grant shows up, and then it leads to the Battle of Chattanooga, yeah. and uh, they call it they call it the Battle Above the Clouds because there was oh, a yeah. dense fog uh, pervasive throughout. It was also the, like a, uh, kind of like a mountain type area too. But then, yeah, that, but then that, and that that's ridge. also, but then of course, Grant, like, like, like I, if I were like, if I'm like a Southern guy and like, I, I know Grant's coming like now at this point, like I'm fearful now. Like, would you I'm just like, like, would you try to take him out there real quick? The, on the well, that's, hand. that's, that's the other way. Had they, had they had the chance to take him out early, that that's probably what they should have did. But yeah. Cause once you, once you know, Grant's here, it's like, oh boy, now it's over. <laughs> like, like, unlike other, other generals, like Grant's going to like do something. Uh, and so the union wins that battle. Um, and then they all they took that ridge, and well, so then they were, and then and that introduces like that. There's like a photo of that General Sheridan. He's a hundred. He's a hundred and fifteen pound, tiny, tiny guy. And they have that picture. They have a picture of him standing to the rest of the rest of the soldiers, and he's tiny. He looks like a little kid because <laughs> I was one hundred and fifteen when I was. I was like a little like guy. And apparently, like the like the Southern soldiers shoot at him, and they they, they kick up dirt. And he's, and he's like, and his quote was like, like, well, now I'm gonna take your guns away from you now. You know, I, mean, I don't know if he really said that, but it it sounds cool. You know, and of course they they do win. And then everyone takes a photo on that ridge. It oh, everybody, like everybody's like hanging. Out. They're like hanging <laughs> off of it. Like they're just like 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 a real blo- casual blase, you know, blase, like whatever. Uh, but but again, it kind of re- highlights the whole thing where photos are everywhere now. Oh yeah, yeah, and and not to mention that they have to sit there for a while. You know, you have to you know, if you're making a pose, you got what's it got to be like a minute or two just to sit there. <laughs> and in fact, the, the first, one of the final scenes with the Gettysburg address, the photographer oh, says, yeah. I, I I assume that that. Abraham Lincoln was going to be standing there for quite a while. And it, it, it literally all you get is like the back, like his head, like moving because it was so quick. It's like, well, because his predecessor spoke for two hours. Yeah. And then we get to finally the Gettysburg address uh, yeah. and right before that. They, they finally show that the dome on the Capitol. Is oh done. yeah. The Capitol's finally being complete. Yeah. <laughs> It's all and it's really really kind of like uh, cinematic, right? It's like it's poetic oh, yeah. that like oh, all yeah. this stuff's happening. The union's finally winning some battles, yeah. and it's like the capital was created. Like it's like it, it's it's still it's still whole in one piece. Like everything is like. 
And then so after the one gentleman gives a two-hour speech, Lincoln shows up with 269 words uh, approximately of the Gettysburg Address. Less than two minutes, he thought it was a horrible speech, but somehow um, that speech is enduring. Yeah, November 19th, 1863, the the, the infamous Gettysburg Address, which is is interesting because it was really uh, just like a small like cemetery. uh, It was was a cemetery Mm -hmm. thing. It wasn't meant to Mm -hmm. be like a big thing. And I maybe I can read the whole thing. I have it here. Four score and seven years ago, our fathers brought forth on this continent a new nation conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal, which of course is like the basis for um, the Civil War, right? With the abolitionists. Now we are engaged in a great civil war, testing whether that nation or any nation so conceived and so dedicated can long endure. We are met on a great battlefield of that war. We have come to dedicate a portion of that field as a final resting place for those who, have, who here gave their lives that the nation might live. It is altogether fitting and proper that we should do this. But in a larger sense, we cannot dedicate, we cannot consecrate, we cannot, we cannot hallow this ground. The brave men, living and dead, who struggled here have consecrated it, consecrated it far above our poor power to add or detract. The world will little note nor long remember what we say here, but it can never forget what they did here. It is for us the living rather to be dedicated here to the unfinished work which they who fought here have thus far so nobly advanced. It is rather for us to be here dedicated to the great task remaining before us that from these honored dead we take increased devotion to that cause for which they here gave the last full measure of devotion that we here highly resolve that these dead shall not have died in vain, that this nation under God shall have a new birth of freedom, and that government of the people, by the people, for the people, shall not perish from earth. Yeah. Pretty poignant for 269 words. Yeah. It's also interesting that he like he even says, like, oh, it's going to be forgotten. It'll be forgotten <laughs> over time, you know. So the, the, so here's the big question. Who wrote this, I wonder? Well, I'm a, gosh, yeah, it's a good question. I mean, I assume that Lincoln, you know, I mean, Lincoln was a pretty good orator. He was a pretty good orator. Yeah, so. but if, if you look, but the politicians typically don't, I mean, at least in the current state. Yeah, but he might have had, like, editors, maybe, like, his wife, like, hey, like, does this sound good? Like, how should I, you know, I mean, think about it. Like, like you know, Mary you, I mean, Todd, like, Mary yeah, Todd, can you read this? Yeah, like, uh, like, how does this sound? Should I change this? Like, uh... <laughs> and then that's how it ends. Yeah. And every time I hear, like, the four score and 20, I was thinking, like, that one song from here. There's a song in here where like they actually quote that. Oh, okay. So and that and you know so Gettysburg is done. Yeah. Is that the, I mean that is pretty much the deciding battle, right? I mean what? How, um, do, we have four, how do we have four more episodes? Well, it's, it's, well, it's pretty much the, done. Yeah, it's, I think it's, it's still got another year to go. So like Lee has to surrender. Is he that has to the, surrender? Yeah. So he still got one more year of conflicts that are going to be that, that have that need to be resolved. And then like, I'm sure it would be the aftermath and rebuilding, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And then the politics, I mean, there's got to be some sort of, uh, some sort of uh, uh, compromising and, and reintegrating the South and, and rebuilding right. the South with the Union's help, probably, I'm assuming. Probably, probably. Yeah, I mean, yeah, think about it. You have to, like, uh, 
and that we need to rebuild as a nation. Yeah, exactly. As a unit, now it's time to unify and, and exactly and try to yeah. rebuild unity. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna let them just like sit there broken down, and yeah, and a lot of those a lot of those areas were destroyed too, and even in the north, you know, a lot of the areas were just demolished and destroyed by all the all the shelling. So everybody's got to start rebuilding again. Yeah, so it's gonna be a big like a. Uh, economic package i'm oh, sure yeah. for the south the union's fighting to pump in money back because like the south had no money they had no gold to back up their 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 uh, script their currency and their uh, yeah but to because there was one part where lee was like taking like some taking stuff and, and and paying like hey we're gonna pay you with our money and it was worthless like, you know it's like like we're taking these horses we're taking these crops and here's here's our here's our here's our you know our confederate dollar and it was worthless now had right. they had gold had they had gold that would have seen that. I feel like that would have changed like a lot of like the you know the the, the war had like the had the, the South had a gold you know um, a lot of gold you know that, that would have made a big difference. No gold, uh, no money, nothing to back up your uh, war effort. So we'll see what happens in the next four episodes, um, and that kind of like lead uh, leads us to the the next uh, the final show <laughs> that we watch. The good Lord bird. Um, before we get into that, let's do another pour. Yeah. What do you got? Uh, let, me, let, me, let me try to pull out that IPA if I can find it. I got it right here. Why don't you? Why don't you just get like a cooler and like put stuff in a cooler? Like I have my Iron Maiden, true, like my officially true. licensed Iron Maiden cooler, so I can oh, see everything. Well, like... <laughs> so you're gonna pull out. I'm assuming the this is called Live Short. It's a hazy double IPA. It's eight yep. percent ABV, and yep. this is there does not exist. Oh, it looks like it's a collab beer. There does not exist and Made West Brewing Company. Huh. Okay. So we like, we ha- we've had a couple of these uh, yeah. a couple of shows ago and they were pretty good. So yeah, I figured let's like get some real. more. Yeah. And where are these guys out of? Uh, I believe over. San Luis Obispo. Okay. Up, up north. Slow yeah, slow. Yeah. Ooh, smells nice and dank. This is a double haze. Yeah. And I think we had a, I think we had a West Coast from them last time that was super tasty. I need to okay. do some stuff over here. I get those pictures in there. I need to, yeah, I need to rinse out this glass. Though. Oh, okay. Yeah, I get I some can... uh, smells good. Smells nice and dank. That media noche, man, totally just clung to the glass. That I, <laughs> yeah, that's what. Yeah, I have two. Gla- yeah, I have the two glasses. I have the, uh, I got the stout glass, and I got the um, the fruit glass. Wow. All right, let's see what this is all about. <sighs> this has pretty good lacing on it too. Nice little head. Pretty good lacing. Let's see where's the picture at? They're, uh, you know, the it's an interesting art style. It's oh, a yeah. darker style, but the, it's a darker thematically, but the style on it is, yeah, yeah, it's, it's like a, a lot of lines and small components that add up to like a bigger picture. Like it's almost like a pointillism, but it's not quite. Yeah, points. I was. I would almost. Com- I was almost going to say it's like one of like an artist, that I, an artist musician that I used to like back in the day. His name was his name was Blanco. He he, he was a singer for a, a band, punk band. And it's kind of like this weird like line art, although his was more like a dement, like a like a almost like a like a mental thing where it's like um drawing all these lines and like like figures and stuff. I'll, I'll show you some okay. examples after, but uh, yeah, nice uh, aroma on it for sure. Yeah. Are you ready to go? Yes, I am. All right, here we go. Cheers. Present. 
EIPA. Yeah, the IPA. Yeah, there you go. Mm-mm. All right, back up in my notes. Get to which, yeah, uh, I mean, you know, it, it seems like you're you're uh, you're you're doing a bunch of the fruited sours these days. I think I, I'm still with the IPAs. I can't get away from uh, yeah, yeah, from the IPAs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm also gonna. You know, I'm never gonna, never gonna say no to an IPA. So yeah. <clears throat> what about before we get into Good Lord Bird? Um, uh, super just should probably show about the career events. Uh, Gilbert Gottfried passed away. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, it, were you a fan of his comedy? <laughs> uh, you know what, man. Like the, the, only thing like I, the, the only thing I know about Gilbert is when he used to come on Howard Stern way back in the day. And yeah, that's, and that's pretty much it. You know, other than him doing the voices for you know various characters, but yeah. I, you know, I don't think I've ever listened to him like a, like an actual like like solo stand up thing. So so that I can't say I've I've ever listened to him. Yeah, the only well, I guess I the, obviously the Affleck bird. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest role that I remember him from was like Iago from yeah, Iago, uh, Aladdin, yeah, exactly. of course, yeah, which is absolutely. which is which is great, which is a great, great. Arabian Nights, and I don't think he's doing; he's just doing himself, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> he is like, hey, like, hey, we want you to come in and just play yourself. That's all, you know. Just read the lines, and you're just playing yourself. He's uh he was one of those one of like offensive comics. He didn't mind like upsetting yeah. people with yeah, he, his yeah, he was politically uh, his comedy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, just remember a couple of bits that were pretty funny. So, and I guess he had an ongoing, I think, issue like health issues. Did he mm. have cancer or something? I'm not even sure. I'm yeah, right. I think he had ongoing health issues, unfortunately, and then passed away uh, earlier this week. Okay. Uh, okay, so Good Lord Bird, it, it seems like it's a Mark uh, referral. Is that what he said? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, like we were talking about Ethan Hawke, and it was like, hey, you got to watch this. And that's like, oh, you know, you know, it's like about John Brown. I'm like, John Brown, like, yeah, we're, you know, we know, we know who he is because we're doing the Civil War. So like, yeah, of course we're gonna, so of course we're gonna watch that. Who who was described as two things in Ken Burns' Civil War, one as the meteor of the Civil War, right, like like starting it, right. and the other as being completely incompetent. Yeah, so well, like, which is funny because this series it shows that too, though it shows it literally. It's almost like he has like divine intervention too in, in the show. If you oh yeah, that. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, that, you can see that in the first ten minutes of the the opening scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That there's yeah. that divine intervention. Yeah, he's got that. He's got that uncanny, div- you know, uh, stuff going on. But yeah, he's very incompetent. In fact, I think it almost. Seemed, I got the impression that it's it's probably because of his son, one of his sons. He, he kind of, I would say, he's a smarter guy. The counterpoint, yeah. He's a counterpoint in telling them, like, dad, like, you know, like, you know. And the, what's funny is that actor kind of reminds me. At first, I was like, wait a minute, is the son doing like like Doc Holliday from like a Tombstone? He kind of looks, he doesn't he kind of look like him? Yeah, a little like, bit. Yeah. I think that I think most of those kids, most of those people are his kids, though. They right? are like half half of half of the group is his kids. <laughs> Literally, at first, at first, there's like the the one bigger guy, the one like the red logo. He's like um, that is not this look like he's too big. But yeah, he but calls him kid. his son. <laughs> so I'm wondering, is, and I oh. didn't I didn't look I didn't look to see if that was like his actual son, you know, because that guy's oh, huge. Oh, that you bring up a good point though. Is it is it actually offspring or it's a, his followers are yeah, his sons? See, I think it's see I'm, oh. I'm thinking because obviously several of them are his, you know, like they're like well, the, there's like Junior, the, there's John Brown Junior who gets yeah. like the captive who gets captive. Yeah, uh, I, but captured. I'm wondering like because he calls him son, and I'm like you know, but you're right. Is, is it son like my brother? And you, know, uh. you would say normally we say brother like oh he's like a brother. Christ, but, but, he's, but he's the leader, so they would all be his flock, yeah, but you and would therefore say, his son. I would say I would call you brother, you know, 
<laughs> See, son sounds weird. If I'm calling somebody son, it's because it's in you know, it's like, oh, either, either and oh, he's older. Well, he, is, he is older. Yeah. But yeah. Gosh, but that guy was huge, though. He was like, he's not a small guy. You know, you know what character I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Fred. Uh, yeah. Fred, uh, Frederick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so, and the other thing that Ken Burns Civil War talks about is, like, and then I don't know what the actual number is, but they were saying like John Brown had like twenty businesses and like they all failed. Oh yeah, like, he was, yeah, he was a complete failure. Yeah. Uh, so the the first thing I noticed besides Ethan Hawke being um, the main actor who's really doing Nick, a Nick Nolte impression, I'm convinced Nick Nolte um, that Albert Hughes of the Hughes brothers uh, is tagged to this. Okay. So you know we love the we love Menace Society. Oh, so yeah. I'm I'm hoping Old Dog makes a cameo. In this. <laughs> like is, is there any way Old Dog's can we get like Old Dog to come back? In? <laughs> come on, I love Old Dog. I mean, why not? I mean, like considering like like I said, like child, like child, I always forget child's name. David Keith or David Keith David. David. It's yeah, one it's, of the, yeah, his two first names. I think names. Keith David is the white guy. I think David Keith is is the uh, they both have, He has two first names. I don't know which order they go. Yeah, into. it's like yeah, and I, so I confuse him with the other actor. What other actor? There's a there's a there's the white guy. His name's like Keith David. It's like there's like Keith <laughs> David and David Keith. <laughs> oh. So um, so we came across this show, and so now we you know we, we were reading Civil War, uh, reading and watching the documentary. So I figured we'd just check out the first episode. Uh, yeah. It's called Meet the Lord. Um, we see uh, John Brown getting a shave. Um, I, I I I do think that even before that, like they should like the, they show like the little titles, oh, yeah, and, it's, yeah, yeah. and it's like all of this is true. Most of it happened. <laughs> it's like it's like wait a minute, like so like so obviously John Brown's a real he's a real you know guy, but like I I, I feel like you know like, like you know it's like wait a minute, like you know like did this really happen? That that kid really in there? Like no, okay, you go. So actually, I'm I'm jumping ahead a little bit. Initially, it starts out with the. Uh, Henry, Henrietta, or Little Onion, depending on what name yeah, he onion. wanted to use. Yeah, Onion. Yeah. He talks about uh, he loved John Brown. Uh, and then he said, on the day that he died, there was only one silver lining. I could oh, finally yeah. stop wearing that dress. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't even That's know what right. that meant. Like, I, I, I was confused. Yeah, because you don't know. See, I, I, had, I had already, because I'd seen the tra- watch the trailer, so I knew what he was talking about. Like, but yeah, but, but it's it's also like uh, uh, Henrietta Henry uh, Onion is is kind of like done like in a wonder you thing, like where he's like talking, he's like narrating yeah. it too. So yeah, so John Brown at the beginning is being hung as a traitor, and oh, yeah. his final words are like, "What a beautiful country." Yeah, which which is which is which is which I actually like because it shows you the ultimate his ultimate resolution. So like you know, so no matter what, you know it's going to happen in the end. And then we knew this from Civil War too that he was hung uh, after that right. one uh, right. that one skirmish, if you right. can call it a skirmish. So then we see um, John Brown getting shaved. Uh, yeah, and that was uh, a weird scene too. And I, I, I couldn't figure out why. Like you know, but then I realized after all, they all they knew everybody. Like they knew that they knew who he was, and he knew you know. So like, so I was like, first I was like, wait a minute, why is this guy picking on him? You know. But then it makes yeah, sense. He, has, he already has a reputation. Exactly. Exactly. So, so uh, John Brown, uh, who who's who's going by the name of Shubal Isaac, I think, oh, yeah. uh, is starting. So the so he's preaching to the the African American who's shaving him, and he's uh, he's quizzing him about the Bible. The Bible. Oh, he's yeah. like, what like what books do you know? And like he he's just like the dude just making up names and like yeah, yeah. that clearly aren't books of the Bible. Uh, and then Henry's cleaning the shoes. 
and then we see uh, another character coming named Dutch, who's the one actor. Dutch Henry. He's he's in everything. I think he was yeah, in exactly. Elsewhere. Don't know his name, but you see him in everything. He was. Uh, I always remember him in from uh, Twelve Monkeys. Oh. He's ultimately the guy that unleashes like the virus to kill that kills everything. Oh wow! I said that I forgot. Worth another watch. Twelve Monkeys. Love that movie. Uh, so he he confronts uh, he confronts John, pulls out a gun, and uh, and then they all make out John Brown. <laughs> they all make him out as to be oh, John yeah. Brown. So they all pull out their guns on him. Oh yeah, it's like it's like I wouldn't say, I want to say it's like ten to one. It's like literally everybody in the in this barber shop slash I think it's like a saloon or something. It's like a something trades like place. Or, yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. And then so the the guy keeps on pointing the gun at him and says starts saying like goddamn my god and like brown like it's like it, like, like uh, brown's going into like name. like berserker mode. Yeah, you will not take the name like Lord's name in vain. <laughs> uh, so they keep on going back and forth, and then John finally pulls out his shotgun. Yeah, uh, and then this is where the divine intervention comes into place. Yeah, because the shotgun like fail. It's like he's like trying to trying to get it to like, like trying, <laughs> I don't know, like cock it or something, and like and the other guy shoots, and like his his gun fails. It's like wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, Dutch's Dutch's gun misfires, and his yeah. hands all jacked up, and he's on the floor. Yeah. And they and then for some reason I guess maybe everyone might realize that it's divine intervention because they all drop their nobody, guns for some yeah, reason. Yeah, nobody wants to like do anything. <laughs> uh, and so then John goes into his 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 uh, standard tirade. I'm here to free the slaves. And he looks at the 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 uh, the barber like I'm going to take you and your octoroon daughter to freedom. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The octoroon daughter. <laughs> yeah, it's like wait a minute, like your daughter. And it's like kind of, and that's like the running joke of the whole thing, where it's like the. But daughter. why does he? Why why does he? Because he's lighter. Why does he skin, make he assumes that he's an octoroon? He, he does because he maybe his like appearance is like maybe feminine. I guess. I mean, like, <laughs> but yeah, why? Could... But why? Like octoroon versus quadroon versus mulatto. Oh, so you remember the? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. You know the mulatto is like the like half and half. Yeah, I think. yeah. And they, then the quadroon's a quarter. Yeah, I'm not quite sure where the octoroon. The octoroon. That's which is one eighth. Which, which yeah, it's like he just pulls. He just like pulls that out of his like his butt. You know, at the at the time. Uh, and then the barber tries to interject and says, "My Henry ain't a." And he Henry, was going to say, "My Henry ain't a girl." Is what he was going to try to say. Yeah, but Henrietta, <laughs> Henrietta. Oh. And then uh, then you know everyone knows that that Henry's a boy. Uh, Henry Shackelford is the name. And then and then they're trying to get him out, and then Dutch shoots again and oh, yeah. kills the dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty. It's it's funny. It's 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 a comedy. It's like a wait. I want to say it's, I'm gonna say it's dark, a black dark, comedy. Dark, 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 dark comedy, comedy for sure. Yeah. Dark comedy. Yeah. Yeah. So dad's dead, uh, and it's like they're all stormtroopers, so they all shoot, and no one's hitting anyone. Yeah, like, no, everyone's yeah, exactly. shooting. And then it turns out that all his all of uh, Brown's because there's like a, there's a Native American that's also in there at the same time, but it turns out that he's part of like the gang, and they all like. There's like a whole like a uh, like gang, uh, John Brown's gang. I forget what they're called. The the Potawatomi something or the um, what's the name of his gang that he has? And then uh, I don't the have that, uh, no. Pot the Potawatomi gang. Okay. Yeah, something like that. That's like a because even, you know, really... even John Brown says like my name is and it's Osawatomi oh, yeah. John Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I'm assuming is like a native. Is that like a exactly. native? Yeah, it's it. Is, yeah, it's like, I can't. I couldn't. You know, gosh, this goes to the whole Civil War. When a lot of those places, they they it sounds like Native American, like the words. There's a lot of like a Native American stuff going on. So I'm sure they're gonna eventually explain why he's he thinks his name is Os Os Osawatmi John Brown. Yeah, I'm sure that I'm sure someone that spoke uh, puts that name that first part of the name on him. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So then. Uh, John goes back to camp. 
with the with Henry. This is also like a weird thing. Like um, John Brown's supposed to be like a religious guy, you know. Like Christianity teaches you that you're not supposed to have like idols and you know stuff like that. But for whatever reason, John Brown has like a bunch of like charms. Uh, but, the, but the boy, one of the kids points it out to him though. Like you shouldn't really have. Like, yeah, yeah, um, exactly. Like attachment, like, a, atta- like Jedi. Like you can't have attachments. Yeah. Well, you, especially if you're like a, like a Christian, you're not supposed to have like false idols. And he has got the onion. He's got the and then the feather, the feather. comes in after. Yeah. Uh, so he gives uh, he gives Henry the onion, and and Henry mistakes it as a food source versus like, like a good yeah. like charm, right? Like such eating it, <laughs> like you like you, like you've consumed like the now you have the good luck now. It's like a year old a year old onion, and, and Henry just takes a yeah. big chomp out of it. Well, he doesn't know. He's like you know, he, I, mean, I wouldn't know either. I would. Is this I eat this? Is it, oh. is it an offering? <laughs> Hence the name he the the nickname they give him oh, is yeah. little onion little, little onion. onion. Uh, and then so someone, you're right. Someone points out like, "Hey, you're not really supposed to be attached to like idols anyway." Yeah. And so then, uh, and then John Brown's like, "Yeah, I'm not. I wasn't attached to it. Like, look, here's my feather. Like, I'm gonna give it to. I'm gonna give yeah, it to." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, pulls like he's got all these like, uh, like what, what are they called? Um, trinkets, like, like yeah, trinkets, trinkets, like like uh, you know, you know, like if like if you're a sport, if you're like baseball and you got like uh, you, you wear like your underwear. It's like all these oh, things that like like the like, the, like, uh, the, uh, the the ritual, uh, ritual, like the rituals. yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got all these things, and then he pulls the feather out, and and then I realize this is related to the to the title of the uh, of the actual series. Yes, yes. Which which is funny because like I, like well, there's a scene that happens later on, and I I knew exactly what was going to happen because like really because 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 of what because I saw the bird where Frederick goes out with the kid and they're hunting. It's like yes. that bird's hard to like like get, and that's like yes. the, that's basically it's the bird of good fortune. It's the albatross. The albatross. Yeah. It's the, literally the albatross. <laughs> Yeah, and it would happen. What happens when the albatross is killed? Like yep. bad luck. Like, Rhyme of the ancient mariner, exactly. right there. And I, and I, and I, cause I even put it down. I go like, oh, it's basically the the albatross <laughs> feather. Like 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 whatever you do, don't kill that bird. Yeah. Uh, so uh, John gives uh, little onion a dress to wear. <laughs> his daughter's <laughs> and, his and daughter's re- dress. And you real and and so the, I started thinking like, why does he? Why doesn't he correct him and say like, I'm not a girl? But then he, he they actually explains why he doesn't correct uh, John Brown. Um, he basically says the like the rule uh, rule for African Americans is like keep your mouth shut, like don't like like don't say anything. Yeah. And so he just accepts the fact that they they accept him as a as a girl. And even John's like saying like, have you bled yet? Like, have you had your menstrual? Oh yeah, yeah, cycle? yeah. He's like, what? Like what? And that kid yeah. probably has no idea what he has that no even idea means, what he's right? talking about. He's like, huh? Oh my gosh. And then 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 uh little onions seeing the benefits of being a girl because anytime he has a oh, chore to do right, like everybody all the helps him. Help. <laughs> like 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 if he goes against if he gets water, like they're they're carrying it through. Yeah. Uh, he's like, Yeah, I I I can get into that. I can do this. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and you know, and, and you know, for when we know, you know, without having seen the rest of the episodes, we know he carries this all the way to the end because when John Brown dies, he's like, finally, oh, yeah. I could take the dress. Like, yeah, yeah, be yeah. It's gonna be he's gonna, forever. Will he be stuck in a dress? <laughs> in a dress for the series? Oh my gosh! Uh, let's see. And then Frederick befriends him. That's where they go on the hunt for the right. the good Lord Bird, right. which is kind of iffy CGI, by the way. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't really, I didn't really notice that, but um, yeah, but. But yeah, but right off, right off the bat, I knew that's like because you know it's like the whole explanation of the of the of the albatross, like and it, it, not even the rhyme, rhyme there's rhyme of the ancient mariner, and then there's the lighthouse where they where they they reinforce oh, yeah. like don't mess around with these birds. You mess around with them now, you're gonna die if you mess around with them. 
so Fred and uh, Little Onion go out. They see the Good Lord bird, and he's like, "Yeah, that's the, the that's the feather I want." What and was Henry, the Good Lord? Have, you, have we looked at? I need to look that up to see what the what the actual Good Lord bird is. Yeah, so I, I didn't look it up. It, yeah, I didn't look it up, but I was wondering what it was. And so Henry just pulls out the feather and says, "Here, take it." Like I have, I, oh, like, like I oh have yeah, one. I got this. Like I got, like I got this from. But see that, see that. You're right. Though, that might not have been a son because like he, when, when he have known that his dad had that, like oh uh, maybe African, maybe. So he gives him the feather, and then obviously Frederick and Henry become, you know, friends. Yeah. Uh, which ultimately is a payoff later on, like a bad right. payoff later yeah. on. Um, then they start talking about John giving these long-winded speeches, like prayers that last for like an hour. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> and even the son is like, even the son is like, like he's. I mean, even though he follows the father, he's very annoyed. He's like, like you know, he's got this look, like let's get on with it, you know. Well, during the one prayer, he's talking about like the kids having like the boys having like wet dreams, and oh, like yeah. it's a, it's like your your like manhood is springing forward. It's like, <laughs> it's like a like very uncomfortable like a prayer. <laughs> like I gotta go. I got a meeting. I gotta go. <laughs> oh my gosh! And then we get introduced to I'm assuming going to be the main antagonist for the for the series is uh, Martin, who's a reverend. Oh yeah, yeah, and, his, and they have an argument. They yeah. have an argument over um, over John Brown attacking Dutch, and basically taking uh, Little Onion, and saying right. that you know he belongs to Dutch or she belongs to Dutch, and you should have done that. And we just started a war, and uh, and then he kept on you know saying derogatory, derogatory things about Little Onion, which triggers Frederick, who's now you know that's right. He's trying to Frederick's trying to defend defend. Well, first of all, they're abolitionists, so like that's that's like that's gonna immediately like trigger them, and you know it's yeah it's like now he's my friend and I'm you know like <laughs> like I'm I'm taking that as a personal insult now. Yeah, and then so Frederick draws his gun on on uh, on Martin and yeah. says like no like don't you say that like like don't you, you better not say that again. Well, uh, what there was also a line earlier, and I forgot about this line. Where he talks, he talks about John Brown and uh, and Onion's talking about this. How 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 the African Americans felt about him. How they said like on one side it was like oh yeah you know John Brown's fighting for us, but on the other side he was like oh he's he's basically doing like the white man's burden. Like he's like the savior. He's like the white you know, like you know and they didn't like him. So it was like a 50-50 thing or something like that along the lines that he wasn't exactly like you know he was the, people were resentful for him. Even like you know African Americans were resentful that this guy's why does he have to be like the guy you know. So that's so that's I thought I, don't know, I, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, re- reasons to love him, reasons to hate him. Yeah, reasons to hate him because like he's literally he's doing the he's playing like the white man's burden. Like I need I need to take it upon myself to like you know it's like ah it's kind of you know you know now you're doing like your avatar now you know. And we actually see like the the severity of his convictions in the next scene, but prior to oh, that, yeah. so yeah. prior to that, um, Martin's like you know so Frederick draws on him. They talk Frederick down. Yeah. And then ultimately the Rev Martin leaves with his group and says, yeah, I'm out of here. This isn't what I signed up for. Yeah. Uh, and then John says his objective is to go kill Dutch. Like, like that's like, it becomes his quest uh, yeah. is to kill Dutch. And so he goes into. Well, well, a- and also Onion also mentions that it was a mistake. Not, not actually not taking the Reverend out. Like, you know, you probably should have took him out now. Cause I want that. That's going to come back to haunt you. Yes. 
Gosh, that's a that's a menace to society line, I think. Oh, really? It's like, is he, is he like, is he copying his? Oh, is that like, is he taking his own? <laughs> I like, think that's uh, a, like, yeah, he should have done that because that's gonna. Did, I didn't know. I didn't know that was gonna come back to haunt me. Oh, that's like, he's <laughs> yeah, like I believe like, so. I like believe he's, a, he's might be a parallel there. <laughs> is it? Is it? You can't. Is it? He's, is he plagiarizing his own self? Like, is it <laughs> but, but it's okay though. When it's your own stuff, it's okay. I do like. Uh, did, we, did you like uh, Dead Presidents? Oh, I have to watch that again. I think we I think we saw that together. Yeah, we saw that, but I'm not sure if I I don't think I like yeah, it. I, I like don't to go think, back. Yeah. I think because yeah. old dogs in that too, right? Yeah, old like dogs bank in robbers. That. Exactly. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think I liked it. You know, and it's 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 I'd be hard pressed to even remember other than the way they look like they have like the like they have makeup on or mask or something like that. Yeah. But now nah, they uh, when it comes to like old dog and and the Hughes, it's got to be like a you know menace to society. That is a great movie. Oh, yeah. probably one of the most memorable. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely characters yeah 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 they got a complete psychopath yeah uh let's see so they so they break into that man's house who was the, in yeah. the uh, tavern or the uh, store exactly and, and yeah it's but see that you know i i, I do like the fact that they're showing john brown to be like a psychopath you know he's not like this you know this he's a very disturbing guy uh, so he's saying, "Where's Dutch? We want Dutch." And the guy, the guy's telling him, "Like, oh, he's he's down the road. He's like, he's over there. Like, you can you can go get him. Like, go, he's he's down the road over there. Like, like I, I just I'm just I just I just know the guy. Like, but yeah, John Brown's not having that. Yeah, John Brown's blinded by his convictions. Ultimately, like he's so he's so he's so tunnel visioned by the conviction that like if you're not an abolitionist, then you should be dead. Ultimately, yeah. Yeah. And that's what that scene, that's what that scene is about. It's like, you know, do you believe in slavery and, you know, you need to renounce it. And if you're not going to renounce it, then if you can't renounce slavery, then you're my enemy. And if you're my enemy and I'm at war, then I need to kill you. Yeah. And so yeah. then sure enough, he takes him outside yeah. and uh, he said, and John Brown in, in his Nick Nolte voice, uh, says we are at war with slavery and then proceeds to behead that guy right and that's where onion sees it it's the hell out of dodge he's like i'm out of here man like this, this guy's well, crazy well because as the blood is splattering on his face exactly he's like, he's oh, like I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting the hell out of it and then he then he meets up with i think it's the kid that they were gonna they were gonna conscript into the gang the son because they were they were taking they were kidnapping one of the sons too and I think you see him running like, like they're both like, they look at each other and they're like, let's get the hell out of here. Man. Uh, so then Henry takes off on John's horse uh, oh, yeah. and runs yeah. away. Yeah. Which, which is weird because, you know, uh, taking a horse back then is, is a, is a crime punishable by being hanged. So it's like, you know, it's a, that's a big thing to do. And so Henry's uh, has run away and, and kind of runs into some other, Bob. Um, white people and is hiding for them as that is that uh and i'm not sure oh, what's yeah. going on like one it's, white guy's trying to hang another white guy yeah yeah <laughs> yeah you're right you're right you, it's, it's kind of hard to figure out it, it, <laughs> i don't know if they make a bed or something or, or, or they, something yeah some weird thing going on but the, but ultimately it's about the driver named yes. Bob. he's, a, he's yes. an african-american guy yes and so as they all leave bob is left over and yeah. uh and Henry makes himself known to Bob as Henry too, not as Henrietta. As yeah, like a, as hey, a like, boy. like like hey, what, what you want to look at my private parts? <laughs> and the guy's like, no, no, no. And so uh, Henry's trying to go back to Dutch for some yeah. reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I, well, I guess if, well, also it, Bob kind of wants to go too because remember Bob he's like you know what I, you know I'll, I'll I'll go it's not till later on he's like yeah never mind you know second that I'm I'm go, I'm, I'm out of here and that's where they meet, meet up with Childs yeah then Childs enters like the uh, oh then they have that conversation like we're third cousins right oh and yeah it's like it's like, like conversation that they're, they're talking about their genealogy like you're like you're my you're my second cousin like no you're my third cousin. Oh. And they even kind of refer to us, I think, some inbreeding too, because like you're like my cousin and you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but we're all we're third cousins, and then yeah. uh, and then uh, and then Henry, who Henry meets up with the son at some point, and they take he takes them back to the camp. Well, like, like well, like no, no, well, don't forget, there's also that one line that when, when they're talking about like Henry Henrietta, and uh, and then like a uh, child's heart. Dave, Keith David, or he, he looks at the, uh, the the kid, and he goes, "I knew that guy that got killed, and uh, he had a son named Henry, and and, and he was like, he was a lazy ass like shit." <laughs> so so then you kind of you kind of so you kind of know that Henry was kind of like a like a slacker, you know, sort of a slacker. Yeah, yeah Keith Dave, Keith David Keith for the David. record. Yeah, David Keith is so he he's the white guy. He's the, the other guy, the white guy. Oh, so Henry goes back to the camp. But and, Bob, uh, but Bob, at this point, Bob's like, you know what? I'm out of here. I, second thought, I don't think I'm going to go out there. Like, I'm, I'm taking off. So Bob <laughs> takes off, and he doesn't want to go with John Brown either. So he's, he's, he's out. He's out. Yeah, he's out. He's like, I'm, I'm out of here. I, I thought I did, but nah, never, never mind. So Henry goes back to the camp, and uh, like all of us were like, like nothing's happened. Uh, John welcomes. Oh yeah, he's got the whole. Yeah, it's like yeah, exactly. Like, nothing's happened. Like oh, you're back. Like Henry, like you're back into the fold. Like. You know, it's like or Henrietta, you're back. Like it's it is kind of weird, like, and that's especially because he stole the horse too. Yeah, it's like wait a minute, like, that's a that's a that's a big crime. <laughs> uh, and so they're 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 planning an attack on Pate's sharpshooters. I think is what uh, is what well, they're yeah, trying to do. The red the red shirts. Yes. Yeah. And also, also at this point, I had also noted that Owen, the who I guess is probably the oldest son of uh, of uh, James Brown, John Brown. He de- John Brown. He he he's definitely seems to be the smartest. Yeah. The, but but he still follows the father. So That's it's the like guy who looks like the tombstone. The tombstone guy. He's got he's got that that deathly pale look. And he's got the hat on. And, the little beard and he's and, the most. It seems like the most intelligent one yeah, around. And, and he actually has battle plans, and he knows, like, you know, like like, hey, let's let's go flank. Instead of like running directly into them. Oh like, yeah, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. So they're going after Pete's sharpshooters because they want Brown. So they have Brown's kids uh, captured, and so they're gonna they're gonna. Try oh to yeah, yeah. Get... He's got two two of his sons get captured. So as Brown approaches Pete's sharpshooters, we see Shore come up with Shore sharp. I guess they're all called sharpshooters. I don't guess that's like the the yeah, the, the yeah. brand name. For and those kind of like random too, because they just like come out of like come out of the bushes like in horses, like all of a sudden. Like, wait a minute, where do you guys come from? Like, very uh, pompous, very yeah, very pompous. casual, like you know. <laughs> so Shore uh, shows up with his sharpshooters, um, and they're they've been sent there to defeat Pate. Right. So and they're he's very arrogant. He he sure talking about wants like, to talk to Brown to put him under his command. Like you're now now you're under my command now. But at the same time, Brown went out to communicate with God, so he's no <laughs> longer there. So so Brown's away from the from this conversation. So so now uh, Shore is going to do his own thing. And so as 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 uh, Brown and the kids are trying to formulate their plan. Shorty says, "I'm going to do a full frontal going, attack. I'm, full, fr- yeah, full frontal attack. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going in there. And of course, you're you like know, severely. Oh, you're severely overestimating what they could do. I'm just going to go full frontal attack, and I'll be exactly. home by dinner time. Exactly. And of course, <laughs> they all get massacred. They completely all get wiped out. Um, 
and uh, and Brown starts doing, I guess, a similar attack. I guess, well, really, right? Well, well, what happens is okay. So they all get massacred. Uh, Brown doesn't know this because because he, he's been talking to God and praying, so he doesn't know it. He doesn't know it. So when as soon as he comes out, he's like, "What are we gonna do?" Uh, and then the son says, "What are we gonna do?" And all of a sudden, Brown's all full frontal attack. He's gonna, <laughs> it's like, "Oh my God!" And the son's like, "Like, oh. <laughs> like instead of flanking, but 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 then but then he's like, uh, you know, uh, but then he then he realizes, yeah, oh, you know what? We we better flank." And it's like, "Yeah, let's 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 flank." So then so then they start to like actually use the tactic of the son. <laughs> Uh, I love I, I love how 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 John looks over at Robert and Onion, and he's gonna assign them a task. Oh yeah, they yeah, look, yeah, They look scared. So like, well, well, uh, you at first he's gonna the tell horses. him to go. At, at first, it almost looks like he's gonna he's almost giving them the command to go forward. But then he but then he stops and goes, and then they just kind of like stand there, and then it's like run. They're just, they're just like dodging bullets and stuff. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And and and, and then in, in classic like humor they run out of bullets like yeah like yeah exactly they, pate's they, army they, the, the red shirts have been decimating everybody <laughs> but they run out of ammo <laughs> oh my gosh so they have no choice but to surrender because yeah. uh because brown uh brown didn't run out of ammo so right. I, I guess pate ran uh pate uh used all his ammo up against the, like uh exactly. the first guy yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the, i guess the fe- i want to say they're federal soldiers but they, they might have or they were like a militia of, of the area yes yes so Pete's out of ammo, he has to surrender. And I, for some reason, it looks like he's hoping to be killed by Brown because yeah. like, oh, like, oh, you're going to let me live? Yeah, he's like, wait a minute. Like, well, because everybody, everybody, everybody's, you know, pretty much at this point, I guess like he's the butcher, like, like, like you know, like Brown's the butcher now. He's like the butcher of, of uh, wherever. I see. <laughs> and, and in a sense, he kind of is, if you think about it. I mean, he's like, he is being killed. He has been killing people. So he's like, we're going to take you captive because I need to exchange you for my kids. Right. And that's which, when he meets up with Jeb Stewart, which is yeah. <laughs> which is weird because Jeb, Jeb Stewart's um uh, at the time I guess he was a union like a federal like soldier because he's got that typical blue like the you know the yeah. union colors yeah uh so they 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 negotiate a trade <laughs> which is funny for for the guys they just captured for the two kids. And then yeah. John Brown says, "I'll also turn myself like, like, in." Like, bring the Bible over here. Like, like, and he, like he he swears in the Bible. Like, I will like. And then, when, when, then Henry gives the explanation because eventually uh, he lies. Yeah, yeah. And once and the kids are lies. free, they flee. Yeah, like he literally just lies. Like, <laughs> but then, but then Henry explains it though. Like John believed like everyone is evil. Like so, therefore you can lie because you're lying to like the devil or something like that. It, it's it's a weird kind of logic on on why he he's okay with lying. It, it allows you to get out of the. It allows you to lie. It gets you out of the loophole. It's like a loophole. It, it definitely a loophole. Uh, so then we see Fred and uh, an onion, and oh, yeah. and Fred kills the good Lord bird, also known as the bird of good fortune. Like he, and and right right when that happens, I go like, oh, he, he's gonna die. Like I oh, like no. I knew like I knew because like you know what happens when you kill like the albatross only bad luck is gonna come your way. And Fred Fred seems a little slower too than yeah, the rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's a ma- he's a massive guy. It's kind of like like Lenny and uh, what's a what's a who am I Squiggy. No, 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 Lenny. No, no, no. Of mice and Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Lenny and uh, oh my gosh, who's the other guy? The, uh, Lenny and Squiggy. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. It's it's, it's been quite a while since I read the book. Shoot, it's a short book too. Uh, oh, tell me about the rabbits, George. Uh, George and Lenny. George. <laughs> tell me about the rabbits. Yeah. Um, 
So Fred kills the good Lord Bird, and, and that's the for, that's the that's where everything falls apart because oh, yeah. then we see Martin the Reverend show up again and basically shoot Martin Peabody. Is that his name? Oh, I don't know what his full name is. Yeah, Peabody. Is it like a historical figure or is it? Uh, a, I'm not. I'm not sure. Oh, but okay. I, I, I just noticed it was Peabody. And he just draws on on Fred and just kills him. Oh, you yeah. know, unarmed. I mean, unarmed and. Uh, yeah, and even the one guy points it out, like you shot yeah, him. Yeah, and- exactly. You just wait a minute, like <laughs> you killed him for no reason. Actually, that scene was pretty brutal too, because that just happens. Like I was like, oh, like I know it's coming, but it's it's pretty like you know when you see it, it's like oh man, like yeah. And then you realize Henry's just a boy, and so Henry's crying over Fred, uh, oh. you know, his one friend that's been killed. Um, and then we go back to the camp. And John's deciding to leave right off to face. I'm assuming he's going to go cut down Dutch. I'm not quite sure why he leaves the rest of the kids, though. Does oh, he yeah. explain why he leaves them? No, yeah, not really. Yeah, because he tries just, to take Robert with him. Robert's like, "Yeah, I'm not going with you." <laughs> I'm like, I'm yeah, yeah, they're like, you. "Yeah, yeah, no, yeah," because yeah, he he goes off by himself. It is kind of weird. Yeah. So he goes rides off, and I think that's how it ends. That's how it ends. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I to, I'm, I'm watch three it. episodes in, so it's yeah. I have uh, to watch. Yeah, yeah, I'm in for. The, I'm, 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 I'm in for the for the next one. Uh, it's good. It definitely is entertaining. Yeah, so it's like I said, like you know, you know, it's a real dude. It's, and like the intro <laughs> says, like it's it's a true story, but like we don't. It's like, but you know, there's like a big but in there. Some of this happened. Yeah, some of this had. Some of this, you know, may not have happened. <laughs> It's it's well done. It's well it is well it's, written. It's it's fiction surrounded by uh, an actual historical character. Yeah, historical fiction. No, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and I believe the show won some awards. Really, um, like not not necessarily mainstream awards, but it, it was huh. uh, like critically acclaimed for. Okay. Uh, I'll tell you one for, thing. I'll tell you one thing. They don't put they don't uh, pull any punches in the language either. It's very <laughs> uh, very eighteen uh, was like probably eighteen fifty eight. I think it takes place in. I, I think the uh, yeah, well eighteen sixty one Civil War. So yeah, 18, I, think it's, I think it's eighteen fifty eight or somewhere around that time is when this is taking place. All right. Yeah, definitely entertaining. I'm in for. Yeah. I'll oh, watch yeah, all yeah. the episodes. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's it came out a couple of years ago. So I'm assuming it didn't get renewed uh, for a second season. Well, I mean, you can only you can only you know it's it was a limited series because they know oh. there's got it. It's, it's not like where you can keep going because you know what's going to happen. Unless, so you think you he's going to die at point. the last episode? You see, you yeah. think the last oh, yeah. episode. Absolutely, dead. absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, look at winning time. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but that's a Lakers dynasty that can keep going and going. I mean, you can well, literally you can go make to other like characters a, and you can follow Onion yeah, for exactly. season two. <laughs> True. Well, true, true. But then it's no longer. Yeah, but then it's no longer James Brown. But you're right. Yeah, you can. You can. But then you have to make like a new series. It'll be like the John spin-off. Brown. John Brown. John Brown. Hell, what do I keep calling James? Like, hey, hey, <laughs> James Brown. Hey, James Brown? the Godfather like, of Soul. Yeah, yeah. It's like wait a minute. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, okay. So, any last thoughts? You're in. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, for sure. Okay. And so the only the other thing we have on the agenda is I, mean, I totally wanted to do an ICYC for short yeah, stories. That one was a weird one for me because I really don't read short stories anymore. Really? I don't really. I, I mostly just read books now. Novels. Wow. No, no, you know, novels. I don't, you know, back in the day, I did used to read quite a few like um, like short stories that were put into like, you know, like Stephen King's uh, uh, Night Shift and stuff like that. But uh, these days I don't really uh, um, uh, read uh, short stories. Let me um, pause for a second. All right. If I can. Yeah. So I, I, I wanted to do a short story because we can't do a book because we're in the middle of that civil war. Right. 
So unless you want to do an album, which well, I'm not ready well, to talk, well, which I'm not ready I, for, but I do, I did find something that, that is a short story because, oh, okay. because, because I do listen to a lot of like creepypasta and the majority of that comes from short stories. So, you know, and I can, you know, for me, it's going to be horror. It's our, you know, something like relate to that. Cause you know, though, you know, that's mostly what I read and listen to irregardless. I found so a I, short story that's about six pages. Okay. And that's about what this is, what I have is okay. about around there too. So we also did that antler short story too. So yeah, I figured yeah. You, well, there, there's stuff we do. Yeah. Yeah. But the antlers was a little bit different because I, when I had heard about the movie and I and it, it mentioned that it was like based on a short story. So I went and looked for it. So, so that's why that came into play. <clears throat> you want to do a, a final pour before we get into our, yeah. our ICYC? Yeah. yeah. Let's what do, do you, uh, I think all I have What's is that? fruit. What's Do you have like a noise, like a squeaky noise? Is that in your background or my um, background? It might be either my chair or it might be outside. There's, don't forget this. It's the uh, it's the the grass cutting time. No, it might like be squeaky. It, it might be the the lawnmower. Outside. Is there a mouse like in your room or my room? I think it's I think it's a lawnmower. I think it's a lawnmower. No, it's definitely the lawnmower. No, but it's a squeaky noise. What are you pulling? I don't know if I want to get that, that out straight out of. Uh, I think I'm gonna pull another uh, fruited. You have a brains. You have a slang de jour. You got like a Drecker heavily represented in this. Yeah, uh, let's go with the slang de jour peach cobbler. All right, here we go. Drecker Brewing Company, who I'm trying to set up an interview with, by the way. Nice. So haven't selected a date yet, but I do. But the next interview is definitely going to be a Royal Shell. So <laughs> I've actually scheduled that interview uh, today. So oh really? Which but, yeah. wait a minute, like I going to be able to do that? Like which like going to be like a, like a, like I'm, I'm a little. I, I, I did the the podcast today. I've had I've had, oh, I've had no, one... no 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 no. I'm sorry. I scheduled it today for a later date. Like oh. I was at a Royal Shell this oh, morning, I got and you. so I talked to Shibley and scheduled a date with him. Oh, so. I think so. Like today, like immediately after, <laughs> I'm gonna be. Like... No way, no way. I was talking to him about that green screen stuff oh, yeah. <laughs> earlier today. <laughs> Uh, so this is Drecker Brewing Company. It's uh, Slang Le Jour, which is one of our favorite series from them. This is yeah. a peach cobbler. Um, let's mm -hmm. see. Peach, cinnamon, nutmeg, brown sugar, granola, granola, lactose, vanilla beans. So that really literally is a, no a peach cobbler. No and I'm, like, I'm sure I'm not going to find the ABV on this. Yeah. And it's taut. <laughs> yeah, this it, for me, it really wasn't a, that bad. It had a little, a little give in it. I think I'm shaking this instead of like rolling it. Yeah, I roll it, and, I, and this always happens. Like, if you know, I'll do a pour, oh, half here pours go. here. Then after, after when I go to take a picture and I do like the bottom of it, it's like super thick. So it's it's, so, it's it is thick, current thick, but it's not like it's maximum thickness. So so one thing I'm learning here: the bottom of the can has the ABV. Canned on one seventeen twenty two six point seven ABV. Oh wow! So let okay. me see if that perch that perty has it. It's California. Oh, yeah, it does. It's it, California. That's and, that, and that's only because it's California. No, but it, it's printed on the can. It's not on the yeah. label. But but it's still on there. So so therefore it still counts. Like like California mandate. <laughs> Let me uh it's like hey, like we don't want to I don't want we don't want to mess up the art. So let's let's just like stamp it on the bottom. You're getting like all the uh yeah the peach like, smells peach like cobbler. that cinnamon like that cinnamon smell and that's part of like the, the slang de jours are basically like pies all right you ready yes i am all right cheers Prost it 
Oh, yeah. That's definitely dessert right there. Peach, cinnamon, granola. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's a whole lot of peach. Yeah, I don't think we've had any of these slang desserts that we didn't like. Yeah, except for that cucumber. Didn't we have like the cucumber one? Yeah, was that, but that, was, that was that was that freeze at the. Oh, like the, the freeze! Like the freeze is like the like the the lower level before brains. Is that what it's called? Freeze. Yeah, freeze. Drucker fest. I gotta get get my my ticket ready for that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, was that September? Uh, yeah. So I tell you, I told you I'm doing that bug uh, mm. next month. So did you yeah. take a look at the breweries? Yeah, I had a hard time uh, uh, finding it. Because it's it's more like a it's more like um gosh what do you it's it's like you have to go to the it, place that's like hosting it to to find like the oh information. You, you didn't look up Illinois yeah well yeah well when when I asked you and then then I was able to to find more information so you took a look at the brewery list on there yeah yeah yeah, yeah it, it seems like it's a lot of it's probably more local stuff to mm-hmm. uh, to that mm-hmm. area mm-hmm. um what's that what, Energy City is going to be there. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. So that's a one. We actually haven't had one of those in a while. Yeah. Ever since the incident, the uh, <laughs> <laughs> the explosion. That, was, that wasn't yours, though, wasn't that? No, Tony's? that was Tony's. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> but didn't Tony have a Drecker blow up too? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Well, there you go. I think he said he had a couple of them blow ups. <laughs> At least like a, like a, a droid theory, like Mark was saying, like, yeah, like be care- like, careful on those. Uh, is it the illusions of what is it called? The illusions of safety, the, the goza oh, okay. that they do. Yeah, yeah. Like, like careful with that. All right, short story. I figured because we can't do a book, let's do something short. Yeah, yeah. Um, what, so what do you have? It's probably, your... probably, we're probably gonna have to like supplement this too, though, with, 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 an, with an ICYC uh album too, because because it's a short story. It's literally, I mean, like I said, like <laughs> I, I reread this first to make sure it was short, and I literally yeah. read it like in 15 minutes, 15 yeah, 20 so minutes. Well, yeah. you got to remember, we got three things going on now. Mm-hmm. We right. have we have winning time, we have civil war, and we're probably going to keep on with Good Lord Bird. Oh so. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, all right. What do you so, got? So, 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 what do you got for me? And then I'll oh. tell you what I got for you. I have a story which I'm sure you've already read, but you've oh, haven't geez. read it in a while. Okay. The story is called "The Iron Man." The Iron Man by Frederick Lang. Oh, geez. Okay. Which I'm sure you probably read already because I pulled it out of the anthology uh, masterpieces of terror and the unknown. Isn't that one that like I had like way back in the day? Like we had like actually it was like, mine way back in the day oh, that that I lent you. Oh, I thought <laughs> and, I got that from like the one of those like the science fiction like book club that I was. Yes, in. that's exactly. It was like six for a pe- six for a penny. Yeah, and yeah. Then, <laughs> and then you got to pay like thirty bucks each book after that. Yeah. if you don't cancel. Yeah, exactly. Like and they and they don't want you like they they want you to forget to send it back. <laughs> It's like those old school, like you could have 15 CDs for a buck, but oh, then yeah, you're, yeah. you're in the I was club, all those clubs. I was in all of those clubs. That was the, uh, yeah, the BMG and the uh, the Columbia House. I was in, I was in all of those clubs. Oh, yeah. So that's the, uh, okay. I'm sure you've read it already. Um, I, used to, I used to read this in class all the time with the kids and the kids oh, loved it. Okay. So oh, it's a good, it's go. a good short story. All right. All right. So for me, for you, and I'm, I'm going to have to send you a link to the, to the story but the, the story is called the, the Pancake Family. And bear in mind, I only listen to Creepypasta, so you know it's going to be horror. Huh. It's called the, the Pancake Family by A.A. Peterson. And I'm going to send okay. you a link to it. Don't look, don't like look it up and give away like the, like the ending. So, okay. so yeah, so, so I'll send you the link to that so you can read that. And it's short. Like I said, it's like 15 minutes. I just got a, a – what's the guy what's – what's the short story anthologist guy that you're, you wanted to know about? 
like maybe six months ago. Remember that book? Oh, you're talking about the uh, the, the Civil, Civil War? War yeah, decline. yeah, yeah. And, and, I, and I, I actually, because you gave me the book, but I, I wanted to uh, get it on Kindle. So I re, I re-got it. And I, you know, I, I haven't, except because I'm still reading stuff. So I haven't what's reread it. What's the guy's name? Oh, I forget. I was forgetting. I mean, it's, it's on my Kindle too. And so. it was, uh, it was, uh, it's a great, the guy's a great writer. Yeah. Well, obviously like you, when you saw, when, you know, when you read it, you knew that I would like it. And, uh, and, and of course I did. So that's why I like, I rebought it. And they're like short stories. Is it civil war and bad decline? Is that what it's called? Yeah. I'm trying to, trying to, trying to pull up my George thing. Saunders, there George Saunders. Exactly. And they're kind of like twilight zone ish type uh, stories. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it's God, what's the word for it? It's um, what's it called? It's like that post-apocalyptic, but it's got a dystopian. It's dystopian. Yeah, it's a it's a dystopian future nightmare type of. <laughs> yeah, I dated someone who introduced me to this, and, oh. and it stuck. And it stuck. It stuck with me. Like, hey, like my brother would like this, <laughs> and I think I think ultimately she like she, she like left the book here, and then when we broke up, she wanted the book back. I'm like, Wait really? I think I'm, you had to give. You had already I'm given keeping, it to me. Though. Like, I'm keep, I'm keeping the book. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, you gave it to me. I was like. No, no, no. She didn't give it to me. She left it here. Like, yeah, yeah but then you so give it to me. Then, then, to I, then, I, then, I, then, I, then I took it. <laughs> no, no, no. I bought you your own copy. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, no, no. I bought you your own copy. Because oh, you had recently asked for it, I think, with the, with yeah, the yeah, past yeah. year. Well, maybe, I, I yeah? completely forgot what the name was. So I was like, yeah, like, you know, like, I was like, hey, like, what was the name of that book that back in the day, like, uh, it was like it was civil, civil war, something, civil war land. And then you, and you, you know, you, you immediately knew what it was. And I so was oh, yeah, oh, I want to reread that again. That's probably a good one to revisit once we get out of all the civil war stuff. And that is, um, that is relatively short vision, what's it called, vignettes in the, in the, in vignettes. one. It's always like a vin, yeah. You like to pronounce all the letters in the vignette. Like I'm like phonetically <laughs> you're, like a. You you freeze acknowledge like for, like French. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Vignette. Gosh, what did I do? Speaking of that, what did I just the see? subtle? <laughs> yeah, what did I just see? Where somebody I forget what the word was. It was a it was a French word and it ended with an S, and then so, and the character was saying it like oh it was like tre like trez he was saying it trez. And I'm like, wait a minute, it's like, he's confused. It's, 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 it's Trey, but he, he's calling it Trez. Gosh, it might have, was it made him? Maybe it was the, uh, that series we just saw. The, uh, the, oh, I don't know. You're like, you're forcing like the American, like, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, we have to yeah. pronounce all the letters. Yeah. <laughs> like, phonet- I'm, yeah, I'm phonetically pronouncing every, uh, you're going to like, you're going to instill like, uh, English well, language well, even, rules. Even this day, like, you know, like we saw was like, you know, you call Bologna, like, Bologna, Bologna. Bologna. I call it Bologna. I like, I call it Bologna. I, I see lasagna, it Bologna. Like, lasagna. 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 <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So those are the short stories that yeah. we're gonna do for uh, for next week. Yeah. If you want to add icyc music, I see. I don't know if we'll have time to do all that stuff. We gotta you get through. Go we gotta get through this. Uh, we gotta get through these things. Where we're so we're, uh-huh. we're almost done with. Oh, like almost like like we're at the we're at the halfway point like, we're, like yeah, we're, i mean if we're in a race like we're still at the halfway american halfway point <laughs> no we're five episodes of nine so we're more we're 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 half, half but also like the it. episodes like fluctuate time wise like yeah it was it was it was an hour under an hour for a certain point and then this last one was an hour and 30 minutes 35 minutes so it's like yeah. wait a minute so i mean the next one could be two hours long so you know <laughs> i'm i'm content with an hour anything past that's a little it's a little rough this last one was a little rough yeah, it, I'm it, like, it uh, I so you have to. So again, I watch each episode twice. The first time mm. just to take it in, and the second time to do notes. Yeah, so. I, when I take the notes, I'm just I'm I'm constantly like like pausing. And yeah, then, you know, maybe I have to rewind to 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 make sure I get the names, the dates right, stuff yeah. like that. 
so that's ICYC. We got our agenda set. I got Shibley's interview, I think, next <laughs> Friday. Um, we're going to be able to find out about the Drucker interview. Uh, we still got to pop those Duck Duck Gooses at some point. Oh, wow. In the show. And then I, and then plus, I got my Russian River Russian shipment. River, yeah. yeah. What was the, was, was Beat actually a part of like the, oh, like the yeah. shipment? Really? So there, so there were some. I guess there were supposed to be two beers that weren't quite ready. They oh. give you like a, they give you an email, a yeah. letter in the box saying, "Hey," and they gave you like beat. Oh. And I think it's a sixteen and a seventeen or seventeen and. A oh 18. wow, that's one thing. Things it's hard to tell what the date is, like because like the covers are all the same. I think they like kind of turn it to to see yeah. what the. So they said like, hey, since we didn't give you this, we 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 looked into the uh, the seller and we have nice. these beautifications. Wow, um, for you, which I'm sure we probably both we've had both of them already. Oh yeah, well yeah yeah, but that's that's like vintage, like vintage. Oh beat. yeah, oh yeah yeah yeah. So I have those Russian rivers. I have that the mother of all ducks that we're gonna have to pop. Got plenty, like plenty of beers to last us. Oh, one thing I forgot to say, and maybe we'll have to celebrate this next time. I think we're at the 55 episode uh, milestone. Hmm. Does that mean something? Is it like a well? I think fifty probably should have meant something, but oh. I didn't. I didn't capture it. So okay. I think if you take a look at all the episodes, including the interview episodes, I think we're like at fifty-five today. Hmm. So I mean, think about it. we've done fifty-five episodes of this show. That's crazy. Yeah. So we were are we at Papia like Papier like uh, what, how's the brewery doing like like copy like Papier yeah I think we we finished I think we finished the first year anniversary okay. Um, and then we, uh, my birthday's coming up, so we're we'll to do the birthday episode. Oh, there you go. There I can you pop go. some high level. I still have that. Uh, I think I have a 2012 uh, Bourbon County. We're probably got the pop for oh, uh, wow. the birthday episode. Nice. So we still got tons of content. We got tons of beers. We're gonna keep on going. Uh, <clears> I gotta make. I gotta make some purchases this year for the business. Uh, just did my taxes. <laughs> uh so that's about it anything else no i'm good go, go to the fights i guess next uh yeah the fights i'm probably i'm probably gonna i'll probably talk probably try to get mark into a conversation what uh what time does the fight start i'm, I'm not yeah. even, I, honestly i mean for all i know it might even be over because i think it, it, oh. there's a lot of brazilian fighters so it might oh. it might it might be out of uh out okay. of country all righty so that's it this is uh bruise views and other nerdities i'm leonard and I'm Gregory. And we'll talk to you soon.